Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome, everybody. It's a Pulp Mech show coming to you live from Las Vegas at the Huddle Brewery. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We are going to have a good time tonight. We have some great people, some awesome friends of mine here at the Huddle Brewery to, uh, to talk some motocross, talk some uh, Red Bull Rampage and more. Uh, really looking forward to a great show, man. Uh, really appreciate you guys doing this and watching it. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal. Race Tech, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbees, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, ORW, Pro Filter, Renegade Race Fuels, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNutryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Wiseco Piston, EVS, MTX Braking, all with us. Going to be a little bit of an abbreviated show. We're not going to have all the segments that we normally have, but we're going to try to do some things. we got the... Uh, um, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up as well, and we have some questions as well for uh, some of the people on our panel. So, without further ado, let's get to them, shall we? Uh, this man is the owner of the Huddle Brewery here in Las Vegas, former factory mechanic. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot in the industry, factory Kawasaki, factory Honda, and more. Skip Norfolk, what's up, man? How are what's you? What's happening? Thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for coming in, man. It's Yeah, it's cool. I'm glad you're here to get to see something else other than two wheels. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. Uh, we've, been, we've been working on this for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have. We have. Finally got to come to fruition. Uh, yeah, so I really super appreciate you having us. It's really awesome to have you have everybody here. Uh, how's everything with at the huddle? It's been good. It's the weather's starting to turn, so people are coming back out. Yep. It's nice to have people out Yep. and uh, drinking beer. Do, uh, do you get a lot of moto people in here? It's funny. Yeah, we do. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a bunch of guys here, some desert racers, some moto people here. But it's funny. Every now and then, I'll, I'll be walking out here on a Saturday, and they'll, I just hear it around. Hey, give me your best Red Butt story. And <laughs> turn around. It's somebody here. And a lot of them know of it that we have the huddle brewing from listening to the show. Oh, awesome. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get a percent of all the sales. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, also here, of course, uh, he, we, he's been in the studio before, and a very interesting guy. Factory Honda background, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit way back in the day when it first started. We've done a few podcasts. He was here in town for NASCAR. Mike Hooker, what's up, man? How are you? Not much. Just uh, enjoying uh, your this beautiful part of the country. Weather's good this year. We're out here for NASCAR and uh, a little four wheels, but I, I yeah. definitely enjoy the two wheels. Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you're, 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 so, you're pretty far out and removed from moto these days, but you follow it closely. You're at L.A. for the SMX race. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're reading all the Internet and everything else, so you're into it. Yeah. No, definitely into it. I mean, it, it, it's uh, NASCAR's a job, but I enjoy it because it's racing. It's, it's passion. I'm competitive, uh, but... Yeah, motocross is my roots. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some 500 stories, some yeah. Golden State 500 stories, maybe? Yeah, I got, got uh, a few of those. We'll get some of those. Uh, my next to me needs no introduction. Uh, he's pretty damn good at racing motorcycles over the years. 72 Supercross wins. Uh, Eight-time motocross, Supercross champion. Jeremy McGrath, everybody. Let's give a hand. What's up? What's up, you guys? How are you, man? Thanks for coming in. Doing well. Doing well. So fun. Glad to be here. Thank you, Skip. Absolutely. It's great to see Mike here. We spent my first pro days were with Mike. We were pro circuit. 
Honda team yeah, back then. I, I want to dive into that a little for you bit. guys that remember that. You guys are probably all too young, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, we had, we had some fun days, and Lammy's back there, of course. Yeah, we and, absolutely. Uh, we got some funny stories from back in the day. Yeah. I can't wait. We got Steve Lampson coming in as well. He's a multi-time right. national champion. Uh, Berluti's here. Our guy Tony Berluti's here. Randy Richardson from Michelin, and then Cam Zink, who won Red Bull Rampage. Yeah, and he's unbelievable. absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. He, Completely. It's possible that he's just nuttier than anybody. He, yeah. he Cam. Is is the guest of honor. He's crazier than all of us, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you see it's, cal it's a calculated crazy, but he's crazy. You see his run? Oh, yeah. I'm oh. a huge fan of all those guys. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. He's a great bike rider, but I mean... You know, riding a bike grade is awesome, but just yeah. having enough bravery to go do that kind of stuff yeah. is incredible. So super impressed, super stoked he's here. It was a surprise. He walked in. I was like, oh, Cam's here. Sweet. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you know, Randy Richardson. He's, he's, yeah. Thank he's, you, Randy. Randy's a, uh, he's a friend of all the stars. So right, right, just bring right. him in. Yeah. I think Pastrana will come through the doors next. It's a meeting of the mind with all the old guys. It's yeah. Great. Yeah, really. I like it. And, and like I said, <laughs> yeah. it's a little different pulp show. We're not going to talk Disney's. We're not going to talk SMX. We're going to talk. We're going to bench race. We're going to talk about the old, the 90s, box fan days, uh, and more here and of course Red Bull Rampage and more uh, tonight on the show but I did want to uh, before we get too far into it so had a great first ever uh, Pulp MX ride day. Maybe last ever. It was a pain in the ass, but we'll try to do it. <laughs> first, first ever, maybe last ever, uh, Pulp MX ride day at Millville this weekend. I flew in this morning, uh, two days at the track. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this. Uh, thank everybody for coming out. We had uh, 300 riders, I think, over the two days, and 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 more than that, uh, uh, people just hanging out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to thank everybody for, for coming there, riding the track. Kiefer did. 800 laps in the two days. <laughs> Kiefer's kid, I think, did every practice. He just jumped in every time. So to, yeah. to be young again, right? Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a good time, man. So thank you to Alex Martin and John Martin. Uh, Phil Nicoletti came out. Jeremy Martin came out. Ryan Villapoto, Damon Bradshaw. They were all riding on the track together. Weston Pike was there. Oh, that's cool. It was a real good time. Yeah. I, only the worst thing about it was, uh, well, two things, two shitty things. <laughs> My buddy from Canada tried the Chatapult and broke his back. So, oh, well, that's not Yeah, good. that's not good. He's yeah. fine. He feels everything, but he broke a vertebrae. So that wasn't cool. Uh -uh. And then the second worst thing was my riding is fucking pathetic. Yeah, you work, too, so yeah, you work too much. See? Uh, no, thank you. Thank you work you. too much. I was going to say something totally what different. What happens? Your riding goes <laughs> to shit when you work too much. <laughs> nice guy. Jeremy's yeah, always a nice he's guy. He's got your back. He's classy. Uh, I was so mad. My arms pumped up. My hands pumped Oh, it was terrible. But you know what? It was a great time being there. Uh, you know, they, they don't have your double there that took away your championship. Yeah, yeah. I limped over here, you saw, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's from yeah. that. We yeah. could have reenacted that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, well, that was funny because you texted, you texted me that picture yeah. from Millville from a press day back in, what, 93 would have been? National yeah, no, it, yeah, it was. It, randomly, that, yeah. that picture came up. It was like from Bob. Bob, there Bob was Cycle? Bob Cycle's oh, okay. or something. Yeah, right yeah. There. Like a signing or something? Or? Uh, we had a practice day and I wore a Bob's jersey and oh. it was like a random photo we put on Instagram and it was like... I was just trying to they, confirm the story behind it. Did they pay cycle? Or? <laughs> well, no. I don't think that. But what they did is they sold a lot of Cinesolo gear. Ah, yeah, yeah. And right. Bob Rathcamp was yep. the Cinesolo guy at the time, a distributor. Yep. So we were doing it for him as a favor. Oh, okay. So it was a lot of... This one of those yeah, deals. I, I don't know that I would remember it other than there was only a couple times we ever taped off the shrouds and stuff for a press day just because... 
don't know, we ran out of stickers or didn't have enough right. plastic or something. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was a good, t- good time. That was to be the there. days when people didn't waste money. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Now yeah. it's just so wasteful. Skip, Skip always said. Like, oh, plastic gone. <laughs> new plastic, new everything. Skip's. Like, uh, Skip's days, they lined up the numbers on the number plates. I mean, they put the damn numbers oh, yeah. on yep. every weekend, and they put stickers on every weekend and lined them up. So, yeah, it was a different day. Different, a different era. Day, yeah. For sure. Uh, but, yeah, it was a great time at Millville. And, again, thanks to everybody for came out. Uh, one guy brought me uh, your 1993 jersey for my studio. Yeah. Uh, Sinisola, I had you sign it earlier. He said he got it from you, Steel City 93, so 125 days. Right. And he said, uh, yeah, he says it's been in my closet for whatever since then. He's like, do you want it? I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty rare. Like, I, I, I probably shouldn't have signed it. I probably should have took it back because I, I actually need that one to match one of my sets. No. Really? No, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I already had to do that once. No, no, I'm okay, just kidding. All right. I, had no, to give, no, I, no. Can, I had to give somebody that. That jersey, by the way, no wonder we didn't have to wear chest pectors back then. It's so thick, you yeah. didn't really need a yeah. chest pector. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? There was somebody, uh, uh, I forget who it was now, but they wanted, I'm like, hey, man, I got your jersey. And they're like, can I have that? I don't have that year. <laughs> and I'm like just crying, like here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, You're giving it back to the rightful oh, owner. Oh, Bailey, David Bailey. Oh, I had a Bailey Kawasaki jersey from like '81. Oh yeah, that's a, oh, wow. he's that's like, a rare one. He's like, that's the one I don't have, and I'm like, God damn it. You right. shouldn't have showed it to him. I know. <laughs> so I shipped it to him anyways. But, uh, yeah, good times uh, for sure in Millville. So thanks, everybody, for coming in. Really appreciate it. Um, and, Skip, um, does the knack-knack beer, do we have some knack-knack beer for him, the man? Or, or uh, well, we, I had some You had already. some earlier. Okay, yeah, all some, right. right. It's a big boy beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big boy in that department. So. <laughs> and, Hooker, yeah. what, are you, what are you drinking there? What have I got? You got the Fest beer. Yep. It's okay. our Oktoberfest beer. Okay, that yeah, yeah, That's good. Yeah. So you're, you're, it's that time of year, I guess. It is. We're, we're, we got pumpkin beer coming? No, we're not going to do a pumpkin. I don't think we'll do a pumpkin beer. Okay. Ashley, Ashley's around here somewhere, but I don't think a pumpkin beer is on the, on the menu for this year. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's dive into a little bit of some memory lane here. I got some notes I want to talk about. But So, Hooker, um, you know, we talked about your, your roots at Pro Circuit working back in the day yep. with Mitch, walking home one day, all of that. I love those stories. Oh, man. But... You were a good rider, racer back in the day uh, in California. Do you? What's your first memories of this guy? Like, do you remember him like '89 High Point or '87 Showtime? Like, wh- <laughs> when do you? When do you remember this SoCal kid? '87 Showtime he's talking about is like 125C with Showtime C. on my pants. <laughs> Yamaha. Yeah. Yamaha. Right, right, right. Yep. So, so Hooker raced Golden State. Yeah. We all race all oh, the yeah. same races. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's I'm Mr. Open Face. Right. So <laughs> I remember those days. A lot of 500 results for Hooker. Oh, all yeah. All over the place. No. So do you remember this kid? Like, uh, Yeah, for sure. No, yeah. I remember Jeremy probably the first time, uh, maybe back in Loretta's at and the so Ponca first, and then Loretta's in 87. Yeah. But because we were, raced at Paris all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know him yeah. then, but Golden State 87, I went down to the 500 Intermediate Championship, the last event, and had a chance to win, threw it away in the first photo. <laughs> I'm sitting at Sizzler after, after the race with my dad, moping, sitting there, and... and this guy comes over and sits in the same booth with me. Big dude. Jeremy's dad, Jack. Oh, okay. <laughs> he sits down and he wants to talk sponsorship at Pro Circuit because I'm with Mitch at that time. And, and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm telling you, I think my kid's going to be somebody. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my first introduction to Jack. But, no, I mean, with yeah. Jer- Jeremy, yeah, I mean, we raced together and stuff. And I think finally he was riding intermediate. There was some big race at Paris. And I was winning a lot of the intermediate races and he had moved up and he was on his Yamaha 
And I think I won the first moto. It was like the GFI California yeah, Classic yeah. or something. And I hole shot the second moto, and he comes by me, and uh, like I was tied to a tree. And, like, I'm, it, and that was when your, history. your realization, <laughs> your realization of a pro career, maybe was like, oh wait. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, I had to, I had to rethink my school career. So uh, I went, I went left. He went right. You know. So yeah. They, by so the way, I was riding every day, and he was not. He was right. in school no, and doing all yeah. the, the proper things that actually have a real career. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's when we, but but we were riding on the weekends, same spot. So yeah, 87, 88, <clears> you're knowing Hooker. You're getting pipes from Pro Circuit. You're yeah. On, you're on yeah, yeah, totally. You're, you're on the, yeah. you're on the train He was that always way. Mr. Clean. Gear was looking good. Yeah, yeah. Bike was right. looking good. And my dad sitting with him was probably just trying to crack the code to get to to figure out how to get to Mitch somehow. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that was kind of one of those things. So, yeah, you guys go way back then, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's funny to, funny to, to think that. And I, I give him shit every now and then because, again, he went to 125 in Loretta's with Showtime in the C-Class. <laughs> like, holy shit, you got to have yeah. some balls to put Showtime yeah, yeah. on the back of your pants. I didn't know any different, dude. That was my dad. That did that. <laughs> I didn't know any different. But Big Jack, he's not short on, you know, like confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's sure. definitely got some yeah. confidence. And so. Skip, of course, you know, you've, you told the story, meet Jeremy, Team Green Days, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and the uh, uh, World Mini. World Mini here, here in Vegas. Right? And, yeah. yeah, April of 89, I guess it would have been. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then and then getting on obviously with your epic career working with him, uh, Hooker. Did you ever think though, like this this Paris Raceway local kid, I mean, would become up on the Mount Rushmore of motocross racers? I mean, he's he, you know like like it, it it was kind of a slow build. I feel like anyways, like I didn't know Jeremy really until t- kind of like. Mickey, he was winning some uh, Mickey Thompson yep, races, yep. and I'm like, oh, okay, like that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, and that was that was '90. Yep. Yep. Right. So that was still even a year from Pro Circuit. Yeah. But I mean, I I feel so, like no one, knew, I wasn't anyone until I was. It was like it was like <laughs> went like overnight kind yeah. of thing, you know? Like yeah, we were winning local Paris stuff. Yeah. But you were you were, good at Thompson. you were good at Yeah, I was decent. No, 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 I was, was decent, guys. but you know, there was but, yeah, I was guys well, usually better than me there after There's, Seattle. Is when Team Green hired you? Yeah, that was 89, right, 89? Seattle yeah. Supercross in beginning of 89. Yeah, because you rode Honda's 80, beginning yeah, of 89. I was, I, ra- I I was racing everything. Hondas yeah. for a Raceway Honda in Paris. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that was shortly, like, right then yeah. I was when I was working at Vons, then working at Raceway Honda, then riding Hondas, and then that happened. Had a great race at Seattle, finished second in my, like, second or third Supercross which I had no business really probably being up there. But anyway, <laughs> after that, I got a Team Green ride, and that's where that started, yeah. Mickey Thompson series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. just think about that. I yeah. mean, you went from you went from getting a Team Green ride to 250 Supercross champion in four years. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, maybe was, even sooner. That was It was a pretty steep learning curve, I think, yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you learn pretty quickly, by right. the way. Yeah, yeah, he got, he got he I didn't learn how good. to ride motocross, though. I was not very good at motocross. It took me about five or six years to figure that out. Yeah, all you had to do was wake up and go, okay, I want to go ride moto today. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was lazy, so, <laughs> I mean, I'll just say it. I was lazy. And so. we're going we're gonna to have Lamps in here. And, of course, uh, Mike keeps told the story. You know, you and Steve go way back, right? Yep. And, and you were one of the guys to tell Mitch, hey, like, there's this NorCal kid. He's, you know, doing pretty well in this stupid 360 or whatever it was, that, you know, that he was racing. Yep. Right? Let's, let's hire him for the first 125 team. Yeah, I mean, it was a similar story even with Steve. I mean, uh being back in Ponca and Loretta's and he would, they were, these guys were more 125, 250. And I was like 250, 500 guy. I I never rode 125 till I was a pro. So we were always at the same races and usually they were focusing on 125 stuff and I was focusing on the bigger bikes. Yeah. So we never really raced a lot together, but I mean, same, same story as Jeremy, you know, just helping, wanting to help good, good people and 
Were, yeah. were you kind of like, uh, you know, you were heavily involved with Mitch at this point, right? Making, uh, while well, you, you kind of worked your way up from shop guy to, yeah. you know, making pipes for him. Yep. Were you keeping an eye open for people? Like, did you kind of be like, hey, we, we need to help this guy. We need to help. This. Like, was that yeah, kind of like one yeah. of the things? Yeah, because I was at the most of the amateur races anyways, racing and you know, yep. trying to help. And I'd carry pipes in our in our pro track trailer and it said pro circuit on the side. And mm -hmm. Mitch would pay for some gas and, 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 yeah. and I worked there and stuff. So, yeah, I would be the source. You know, people come over and get pipes. <laughs> And, and, uh, just, They're like, uh, does that guy still do huskies? Is he, I, got yeah, a, right. <laughs> I got a Husqvarna. We never had any husky pipes in this family, never. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny to think about now, right? Yeah. Um, and, then, and then, of course, yeah, where you are now in the industry. Were you ever, like, when you started and, you know, Jeremy, Lampson, Buell, these kids, you know, it didn't work out for you, right? Because yeah. you, you went to school. Yeah. But were you ever like, ah, oh, shit, like, because, oh, I mean, you no, were a good for rider. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah, I was... And, and to go back to your earlier question, like, we only knew, or I only knew California, and we were winning local California races, and there were a lot of good guys there, and that's kind of our world, and we thought we were the best anyways, so yeah. not knowing <laughs> yeah. what else was going on in the rest of the country, we were pretty ignorant to all, yeah. everything else, and then once I got back to Ponca, man, I hated Ponca City. I, I, I went from winning intermediate stuff to getting 10th at Ponca, but then got to Loretta Lynn's more of an outdoor track. Yeah, yeah. Fit in a little bit better, but yeah, it was, uh, need, need, we needed it. Yeah. We needed to be able to, uh, to help everybody out, so that was the conduit for that for me. Yeah, yeah that, you were the kind of guy. Speaking of Peyton, phone rings the other day, like just before Millville, it's Mitch. Yeah. So I answer it. I'm in the middle of something. I'm, I'm yeah, you got to answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Answer. Answer. You have he goes, to answer. He's like, I hear you're having a ride day at Millville. And I'm like, you want a ride? He's like, I haven't for a while. And I go, well, I'm having a ride day. And he's like, I need to get some people in it. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, like again, my, my thing was full. But when Mitch Payton calls, yeah, I'll get your two buddies yeah. into it. Right? No, not a problem. So. It was easy to do. And, of course, the skip, the story, we've told it a few times. He gets hired uh, from Team Green for Honda. And him, Jack, maybe you, you all think it's going to be Honda, Honda. Well, it oh, was. That, that's it for was. sure. That, that, yeah, that's for 100%. sure. Right, right. It was Honda. It was Honda. <laughs> yeah. It was until it wasn't. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like, no, we got this guy. He's... He's uh, he's in Corona or, gonna, or in Anaheim. Well, we we point. were like, hey, we made varsity team, all right. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, you're on JV. We're like, what? <laughs> so that's kind of how that went in the beginning because we were the first, you know, 125 factory effort yeah. really. Yep. That kind of was, um, you know, put up with a private sort of company, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was the first thing. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean. It didn't matter. We had so much fun with Pro Circuit. It would yeah. have been not nearly as fun if I was on the fact, like, with those yeah, guys. Because yeah. it was, like, JMB and Stan and those guys. They really didn't even like each other at all that time. All the mechanics hated <laughs> so each other. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all had a great time. Yeah. So, we, and we were kids. We were all growing up. And, yeah. you know, that, that was, I mean, it made it a lot better. But, you know, when you're a kid and you go, like, all right, Factory Haunt. And then you just get this death blow, like, oh, you're on the private side of this deal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're like, so, oh, wait. You have a blue and white bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, a red yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are all wearing the same gear. Yeah. You look exactly like every, the, yeah, each yeah. other. So there, there is that. What do you remember about those early days? I guess I'll start with you, Skip. About the early days of peak before, like, the off-season testing, that kind of era. Like, Man, I, we, were, we tested a lot. I think that the one story that sticks out to me was when we were, we were finalizing pipes, I think. And I don't know. We were down to four or five pipes, and we're just doing laps after laps. And... 
were disguising the pipes and writing Japanese symbols on some of them to try to to try to just uh, maybe not to get them to choose something, but think there was a you know a little more a little more support than what we had because <laughs> really um, just just it was all about it was all about building up the morale because yeah. as it turned out that was probably the best 125 up until Lammy's factory bike mm-hmm. in the 95 96 time yeah those bikes were those bikes were good yeah i mean it was a good it was a good base but you watch some of those old races and there's they're on youtube the f- peak piece uh, honda bikes are unreal like yeah and, i mean relevant a, to yeah. the other brands i mean it was like a night it was like night and day night and day yeah no, even I, in the uh, even in the big bike back then yeah. Those days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 91 High Point is on there, 125 class, and Swink is blowing by guys outside, up hills. Yeah. I mean, factory riders. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. just, the and, bikes are good. And at the time, uh, we had no idea how good the bike was because we only knew what we knew. Sure. We've been yeah. riding them, we've been testing them, everything yeah. was going on. We're all, everybody's excited about it. And then, um, <laughs> then we're out there, and what was it? Uh, Goat gets on with his boots, and I'll show these little, I'll show these youngins how to go yeah, around Paris. the track. Yeah. And he comes back in and goes, "Man, this thing's really fast." Oh, Goat Brecker, yeah, yeah. Brecker did. <laughs> and um, but we we all had an we 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 talk about Jeremy. He probably you know Jeremy hates losing more than he likes winning, and we talk about Ricky that. But there's one person that probably trumps all of that, and that's Mitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Mitch would he he would he gave up and did anything that it was going to take to make these bikes good and that hasn't stopped yeah uh hooker um you know i talked to dave arnold for this honda works thing a little while ago and dave dave was like that hpp system on the 125s there's nothing better it's it's full of it's hard to maintain it's not easy to clean for the average consumer (laughs) pain in the ass yeah and dave was like that's the number one power valve system in the world. If they still had that, Bubba, Dave was very excited about that. Yeah, the HPP was cool. Yeah, yeah. Ch- changed the exhaust port height, and uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the manufacturers had it, had their own version of it. But, yeah, yeah it, but it, it seemed like Honda had it down a little better. Or? I, I think so. Yeah. And then like Mitch's philosophy on what to do with the engines, you know, a lot of people were after big horsepower numbers and stuff. But we we really wanted the bikes to be rideable. I guess you'd say, you know, your your hand connected to the rear wheel and just have have everything be predictable yep. on it. But it just happened to be that they were that and they had a lot of power. And that was that was kind of the beginning for of Pro Circuit getting a dyno, Superflow dyno. We got that put in and we were. We were developing on the dyno, and then we were building parts and taking it out and letting the riders right. ride it. And I was still racing a lot then, but still doing the race team stuff. So I had good seat-of-the-pants feel and could kind of eliminate all the things yes. that weren't so good and then let these guys go out and test. I know it was a long time ago, but you look at the team back then. Like, Jeremy had won a race, one race, stood on the podium another time, uh, or maybe just one other podium, I think. One podium, uh, Lampson hadn't done much. Swink broke his leg and was come. He was a team green hot kid, but was coming off a broken leg. And Buell was sort of this like workman privateer kid, right? So it's it's easy to look back now and be like, oh, like Lamps is two-time champion and Swink's a two-time Supercross champion and this guy's this guy. But going into the season, there's no way like I put myself in. I'm in the media game now, right? I put myself as uh, back in the day working at MXA. There's no way I'm sitting there going. Oh yeah, these these four guys are gonna you know win every race, but you know three or whatever, right? Like I just I just it's pretty remarkable that everything came together. Bikes, which we just talked about, and then all of these guys maturing. Uh, I I, would, I think that would have been a pretty big shock for everybody to see the success. Yeah, you know I, I think 
a lot of that's due to us working all together. Yeah. We are building each other up, mm -hmm. right? Because if you're out there on a different team and you're out there by yourself and then you got to ride with the, the whoever the top pro is at the time on that team, you know, maybe your confidence isn't high, but we were all sort of same speed. We were all growing together. We were learning how to be adults pretty much. And, and uh, all testing. We we're all, The whole thing was like growing together and we all sort of complimented each other and got the confidence from that. And I think that team atmosphere when you're young really makes a, really made a big difference. Yeah. I mean, of course, we had a great platform. The bike was amazing and, and all that stuff, too. But there's a lot of things that were cool about that, yeah. you know? I think no if you were to try to – I don't know if you, if you were to try to write it and pick it and do it and make it happen again, I, I don't know that you could because, to your point, I mean, it just – Well, it they try now happened. with Star Yamaha. They, yeah. I mean, that, and it works good. There's yeah, a lot successful. of stars, the Yamaha kids up front. Yeah. You know, so that kind of – they've – they're re-engineering or redoing the same model that we had, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was—it was just—it just—it just came together and it worked. And the one thing I think everybody shared in common was: is there was one goal. Yeah, we wanted to win. Mm -hmm. There's no question, no second guessing that well, at all. And we were afraid of losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to ride Honda Land back then? Yeah, they let yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, we did. They let all you guys. So we were that? we okay. like in. Like, my first year on Honda was 91, yeah. and then 92. Yeah. We were both 125 years. But I think around 93, when I moved up to the big bike, is when they switched to Corona. Oh, okay. So, so. they had it for 91 and 92. We used to go up there for a couple of days at a yeah. time. We'd yeah. stay overnight in the hotel in Simi Valley. We'd test and all that. And then um, if I wanted to go practice on my own, I would just go up and ride with one of the Bale or one of those guys, get a hotel, ride the next morning, and then go back home. Right. So it was a bit of an inconvenience, but the place was so cool and so ahead of its time. Yeah. Track was so big. The jumps were huge. The, you know, it was like, yeah. this is the place where the, the like Johnny O <laughs> yeah. and David right. Bailey and Ricky Johnson all rode. I mean, this is like the place. And it, it had a David Savitsky, John Savitsky, John, John, John Savitsky track. Like the jumps were huge. They so were you're riding huge. a 125. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the landings were steep and like you, you had to like be on your toes to ride there. Were, were you there that day that JMB carved his initials in the hillside? I wasn't there, okay, but right, it was okay. there for years. <laughs> yeah. So we knew exactly what happened. But um, he would show up and ride for a few laps and then carve some letters in the mountain, do some trails and ride another two laps, load it up and go home. He would never really ride that uh, much. By the way, he was just here in town. I was trying to get him to come oh, in tonight. Really? But he, he's, uh, he's, he split, but he was here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would have been yeah. fun. But that probably riding at Honda Land, probably, all, again, Honda ahead of the curve with the Supercross track. Some teams didn't even have tracks by then, right? That probably helped oh, the kids a sure. lot. Yeah. Right? And you had a track at your house. With yeah, yeah. We rode there. The death track. There. I, I made it. was the like a BMX track. track. We made it really steep. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends, like, broke themselves off. They're like, so bad. You said Phil Lawrence yeah, was banned Phil, from there. So. Phil, yeah, yeah. Phil, like, had, like, two, three concussions, two collarbones. Like, every time I'm like, hey, let's do this jump backwards. He's like, yeah. And I do it. And he just turns. <laughs> he just auger himself in. So, it was, yeah, I was, uh, you know. Yeah. I felt bad because I was like. Dude, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, it was comedy. Yeah, so probably, yeah. do you remember, you guys, Skip, Mike, do you remember anything about, like, the preseason watching these guys thinking, hey, we could win? Hey, these guys look pretty good. I mean, I you know. I don't recall that ever crossing our mind, winning. No. It was just, it was just not making a fool of yourselves, or yeah. ourselves, right, I think. Right. Being there, being, being respectable, podium would be great. I, if that's that's my that what I recall. Yeah, that, it, it it wasn't until it, it seems like it goes like this every year. You know, you, you build a team, and this was a new team, obviously. But we expected to do to do good. I didn't know that we were going to do as yeah. well as we did. Yeah. By any means, but yeah. it, you kind of go in with that uncomfortable feeling of you know a little bit of fear in it, and it, that always seems to help 
you know, make sure that you dot the I's and cross the T's and, and, uh, yeah. and try and do it right. But I don't know, for whatever reason, we made it through the season without our riders getting hurt. Like the opposite that happens now, half the teams go in and, and uh, maybe it's the track, maybe it's the frequency that, that we rode, but... Yeah, but we, but they rode every day. The, I mean, nah, I, know, I, but I think the difference is, is now they rode yeah. and we got done what you needed to get done. You stopped. You didn't put 70 laps in. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know I think we, we had a, that was like many firsts, right? We were the first private sort of, you know. That all looked the same. Team, first, you know, first outside sponsor, yeah. first time on fa all four dudes on factory Honda, mm -hmm. 125 program. There was a lot of first for us. And so I think, uh, you know, a lot of confidence as a kid. You were, we could be gained from that, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we had all, we had these team of guys around us. We had the best guys around. We had Pro Circuit. We had the Hondas. We had all this stuff. We were handpicked. It was like uh, a lot of unknown, but at the same time, we we were like sort of like ready. Yeah, we were ready. Yeah. It's just it's, you know, history's easy. History's written by the winners, and you look back and you're like, whoa. Look how good these guys are now. Look at all the things they did. Of course, it was a great team, but it, I'm trying to get across to the listeners and viewers. Like, it wasn't that way. It was a little bit like, you know, hey, let's this this as, as Mitch Trust me, in the very beginning of this team, we didn't know that it would be one of the best ever. Yes. Right. Or that people it would was. do retro uh, bikes. Well. Well. You know, yeah. and, and, and totally. I went to England for the for the two stroke vet championships there. And there was. 15 peak replica bikes. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's cool. just, just people yeah, are that's like, really cool. I'm building a two-stroke what I want it to look like. I want it to look like the team that you guys started on. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I want to I think that the way, the way we went about it, the way Mitch, you know, he just instilled it in you that everything we did was about building confidence, whether it was in ourselves on the, on the side, whether it was in the machine, whether it was in the rider, mm -hmm. it was just about, we had, you started from nothing. Yeah. We were on the floor. We had to build everything. Yeah. You know, there was, there was no team you went into that had all this history or, or had anything. I mean, we, the, they dropped off the, the, the works Honda that Kudrowski won on, on a, I don't know, was it a Thursday or something? And yeah. You know, we just that thing in. was terrible, by the way. <laughs> really? That thing was not good. The engine on that, remember how slow that thing was? It had top power like yeah, crazy, yeah. but it was unrideable. The, like, the I don't even know how he won on that thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. that thing was, yeah. Um, and then, of course, as I've talked to you guys, so much work, so many hours, no lives for either one of oh, you. No, like, no, no, no lives. No. Just there's, there's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Use them. <laughs> I remember Mike was always like, he'd have homework. He'd be doing homework, too. <laughs> Like yeah, after yeah. like a school. test day, right. he'd be getting yeah. his notes out and doing homework. And right. it, like we were at races and stuff. I remember that, that stuff. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, hey, practice is over. Bikes are good. Let me knock out some homework. Is that yeah, yeah. a little bit of math? Is that kind of, is that <laughs> yeah. kind of what, yeah. what it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's funny stuff. Uh, Skip, so uh, we'll get you back on here in a little bit to yep. talk to Brilute and do some box fan uh, stories, of course. Um, but let's, uh, let's try to get Steve Lampson Absolutely. on if we can. Come on, Steve. Uh, and uh, we're going to get another uh, great rider coming up here uh, with Jeremy McGrath and Mike Hooker. And, yeah, you're good. And uh, we'll get Steve Lampson in here. Cam Zink coming up too, Red Bull Rampage. I, I hope he sticks around. I have, I have an e-bike. Yeah, he's maybe, here. He's maybe got, I can show him here. what I got. Yeah, e -bike. yeah e -bike you master. should show him what he, I you have got. This, I have yeah. this three-foot drop. <laughs> That I do. It's about a three-footer, yeah. and I go right off it. Okay. Yeah. Well, top to yeah. bottom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. He, That's a sick one. He's probably, think, he's, he's he might be that? nervous at that one. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll see if I, see yeah. if he can do that. Uh, and um, we'll have the motorsport.com tweet at uh, tweet at me, I guess, because Talon's here somewhere. Marks is here. But I got the questions I can read, and we can figure that out. Uh, all right. Welcoming another champion here. <laughs> Steve Lapson, everybody. Let's give him a hand. Two-time 125 Thanks. national champion. What's 
up, Lammy? Doing good. How thanks, about you? Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate it. And welcome it? to the huddle. Heck yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I didn't know Skip had this place. It's kind of new to me. Yeah. We we think we think uh, it's the perfect time to start it. Like right in COVID. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was. I think that would went really smoothly for him. What we need Thanks, to do Huddle, for sticking around. Man, what a tough time to start. Yeah. You guys wow. pulled it off, so your base is really um, strong. I think it's a knack-knack beer, maybe. Yeah, it uh, might have been the knack-knack IPA. I think it was. Lammy, what yeah. are you doing now? What's up with Steve Lampson? What's, uh, what's going on? I'm living in Lake Havasu now. Okay. And um, just doing some... Um, off-road training for military people. So. Oh, you were doing that before, right? Uh, in California. Yeah, yeah. For a little bit. Yeah, okay. with Goat Brecker. Oh yeah. Yeah. So are you still with Goat or is no, it a no, no, thing? no? Okay. That all fell apart, kind of Goat. Okay. But um. <laughs> Can long, you give us a story, story on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, goat's the only Goat's one of two people in the moto industry who I called for a podcast. Got his number from Mitch. Hey, Goat Brecker, Steve Mathis. Um, you know, you have you had a great career on the bike. I'd love to just chat for an hour. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not even and close. And I go, oh, how? he's like, no one's interested. I go, no, man, you had a good career. Like, you know, you're a factory rider. Not interested. <laughs> I'm like, hey, that's a hard no. I'm like, have a good day, go. <laughs> no that way. was it. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and the, only yeah. guy, the other guy was Jody Weisel. Oh, it. really? Yeah. Jody won't yeah, go Jody on? was like, no way. I don't wow. want to do one. So, but anyways, uh, so you're in Lake Havasu. You're in across the Millsaps at all? Ever? <clears throat> no, everybody's asking me that. But oh. yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah. one time, I think in like about three years. Okay. Yeah. So are you taking these guys out and you're going out and showing them how to ride? You're showing them how to like, <laughs> like evade stuff on a motorcycle and that, that stuff? or No riding bikes. No, oh, just, okay. just four wheels. Oh, four wheels. Oh, yeah. Side okay. by side. Yeah, yeah, side by side with other military vehicles. So, oh, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. um, and are you out there for? Are you out in the desert, like in the middle of nowhere? Because it's kind of like like survival stuff a little bit. No, no, oh. just just skills of driving off road. Okay. Yeah. All what right. are you What are you guys driving? Um, Polaris is. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, XP Turbo or something. No, no, they're something else. If you if you tell me, you have no, to kill me. No, 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 no. It's not like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Lammy just doesn't know the model number. Okay. Um, yeah. X Y R. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, you you were a team manager for for a number of years there in the sport. Uh, we haven't seen you around much. You still following it? You still keeping up on it? Like where, where are you at with your interest level? Yeah, yeah. I'm still interested in it and uh, follow a little bit, but not not totally. I kind of fell off the face of the earth actually when I uh, switched over jobs. Yeah. And um, but I still follow it. And my boy. Uh, Cooper, he's riding now. Okay. Uh, racing, just, you know, not yeah, serious yeah. level, but yep. just for fun. Okay. So I was just down there, um, Southern California, and drove up today. Or oh, last really? Night, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're, you're like, you're that level a little bit going to the Cal yeah, yeah. I, I love watching him race. I'm yeah, in Havasu, yeah. and he's in Southern California, so oh, we went cool. down to Paris and raced, and uh, he's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you ride anymore at all? Uh, very seldom. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit here and there, just out in the desert. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, still a little bit of fun. Right, right. Well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. We're yeah, just talking thanks. about the Pro Circuit days, of course. And what do you remember about getting the call? And Mike Mike told us on another show, like, he was a good friend of yours and, and you know, put in a word with Mitch and Honda and everybody else trying to, you know, say, hey, look at this NorCal guy. Yeah, actually, um, I got to thank Hooker because he's the one that Mitch probably wouldn't have hired me. I don't think, you know, if it was just up to him. I mean, he at least talked to him and yeah. said he's a good guy. And I would come down and stay at his house all the time. I didn't just live like a gypsy. And then Hooker took me in, so. This is like Nolene 360 days and all that stuff back then? Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, is that how you remember it, Mike? Mitch, like, not like, how hard did you have to? No, no. It was, I mean, Mitch, was, no, he was. You wheel him down a flight of stairs. Hey. They're just pushing down. I got, yeah. You got two choices. <laughs> this or that. Hire this Lampson kid. <laughs> no, I mean, he was, he was definitely for it. He, you know, asked my opinion. Um, I gave it to him. And 
it worked out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, was it the year before you joined the peak team? Were you riding open class nationals? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I was riding Suzuki's, like, Suzuki's the year before in 1990. And then the year before that, I was on like a oh, okay, YZ250, okay. Okay. the Olin's yeah. kit, 360, yeah. 500, whatever you want to call it. And were you, were you a Suzuki support guy or were you full... Like, were you pr full privateer? Like, how did that um, go? Because you were putting in good results. Yeah, I was pretty much full privateer. Maybe a little bit of Suzuki help, but not much. I would go through Downers Grove Yamaha, actually, on a Suzuki, yeah. believe it yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Uh, what do you remember about this guy? Or, uh, that's I'll, a DGS, I'll, not a DGY. Yeah, DGS. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What do you remember yeah. about this guy the first time? Like, NorCal, SoCal, some sort of... Yeah, yeah, local I, races? Yeah, I don't I don't remember too many local races, really, just maybe some Golden States, and yeah. then um, the next thing you know, we're on the same team. Yeah. It's like, holy moly. And what about, do you remember him at the Nationals? Just this. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing Steve race. You know, I think he was he was pro before I was, pretty much, I think. Yeah. And uh, probably a year or so ahead. Yeah. And so, yeah, anyways, when we, I mean, look, we were all pretty pumped about getting on the team. So it was like. Yeah. Those first years, we were all trying to figure out what was going on, but we we made a great great team together and um, you know helped each other excel yeah. and and it worked out really good. Were you were kind of a better motocross guy though, huh, Lammy? Like, I mean, when I think back, I mean, again, I was younger, but I feel like you were a motocross guy that you know did well in Supercross once you got on the peak team. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I didn't really ride much Supercross before '91 uh, when I got hired on there, so um, it was kind of new to me and it. it through my whole career, I was a little bit weaker in Supercross. I mean, it yeah. sucks, but I was. You know. Well, I mean, I know you say that. You never won a, a big bike race, but, um, like, yeah, but then, like. A lot of good races. 85% of people or 90% of races would take your <laughs> your 250 Supercross career, right? Like, that's oh, yeah. that's the funny thing about it where you're like, ah, I wasn't <coughs> that good. I didn't win a race. Wow. How many top fives did you get, right, or whatever? <laughs> I did. Uh, the one race sticks in my mind. Jeremy, you know this one, but Charlotte, 95. Leading the whole thing with half a lap to go in the main, and yep. right by me. Yeah, it's like damn it. And yeah. I go over the finish line, jump, fist bump it, and I'm like, I'm pissed, but I'm like happy. I was like, what's wrong with me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, good times. Yeah, no, and think, and also you did the same thing to Budman too. You, I, I did that yeah, to a few people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I tried not to wait to the last lap normally, but right. um, it happens sometimes. I mean, you get, uh, yep. I was a decent starter, so yep. I didn't start in the back too many times. But it happens sometimes, yep. and you know, like you can't win them all. Yeah, well, you just <laughs> tried. Uh, <laughs> you can try. And so you felt, how'd you feel about the bike when you got on the Honda and how fa we were just talking about how fast they were, how, how good they were? No, oh, it was like a dream come true. I mean, I, yeah. back then, I mean, what, my salary, I don't even think I had a salary. I think I got expenses for the races and maybe just a little, you got a little, you got a little salary, little salary, yeah, a little but, salary. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I was like, it didn't matter. I was like, I'm yeah. on a team. Yeah, that was it's it. Bitching. Right. Yeah. So he didn't have to pay rent. So he'd come stay at yeah. our house. I had a room for him. And then Swink, you. Swink could come out and Buell would come out. And the only person didn't stay there was Jeremy because everybody, everybody else was from someplace else. So, <laughs> so the Hooker House in Orange was uh, yeah. the peak. Uh, the peak the, headquarters? The peak headquarters. Oh, I'm sure Mitch reimbursed you for room and board for those guys, Some I'm way, sure. Somehow, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Exactly, right? <laughs> I'm sure that worked out. Uh, and then, of course, you guys would, I mean, for uh, 94? Were you, were you on, what were you factory Honda, 94? 93. 93? Yeah, first year factory Honda. Yeah, so 93, 94, 95, 96, all the way through at, at Honda with, with Jeremy. Yeah, until um, 97, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course. And then back on Yamaha's together yeah, later. Right. Yeah, yeah, Chaparral. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, are, we, are we talking about 97? What? 
We can get oh, there. Oh, shit. No, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, um, dude, that was – I mean, so Doug was there. Doug was there for a little bit and won some titles, and then Doug, Doug left. But you guys were so dominant. Like, 96 here, you won yeah, the 125s. Yeah. You won almost yeah, everything. Yeah, so It cool. was just – you guys I mean, were, we, were we just had it going. We, it was like – confidence bikes i mean like like he said you know when we got on the factory hondas like the the pro bike yeah i mean it really was like a dream come true to be honest because even later days on a yamaha we didn't have the coolest stuff like we did on honda yeah honda had all the test parts they had like they'd go to the, we'd go to the track and they'd have like eight badass cone pipes that people spent a lot of time working on and yeah, hooker. we just yeah. were changing them out <laughs> changing them out and i mean just to, that opportunity we weren't thinking about salaries at that time we were just like man yeah. this is the baddest bike in the in the in the land and we got it so it you guys cool. ride a lot together back then like was it like every like hey we're Pretty gonna ride much. Tuesday, Thursdays. Like, I mean, you guys were together that much. Oh yeah, like, I, I think uh, almost every week we were pretty much were. Less, yeah, I mean, those, we those outdoor years when we were winning, we yeah. we had this one mechanic that would bring our bikes to a college track. Remember by Glen Helen? Yeah, yeah, we do that day. And then we'd, Paris. In Paris, we do two days a week in outdoor. We had our own mechanic just for that, and he'd yeah. prep my, our practice bikes, and he'd show up in the van, and we just have to show up, and we just ride motos. Yeah. And put our bikes away, and the next morning they'd show up at the track. And so um, we had it really good, but we were working hard. Yeah. I mean, we were working hard. Yeah. It, it was hot out there, and the tracks were rough, but, but when you're winning, you love it. I think you, know, that, you don't care. You, you know, do whatever. Yeah, I think we, right. we, talk, we talk about that peak pro circuit era, and that, that's a special era. And, but then also, like, you two guys as teammates, four, one, you know, numbers, Fox gear, bitching box fans, bitching looking bikes for those couple of seasons. It was, that's also another year that kind of pops up and you were, yeah. there, you were there then too, right? No, I didn't, I no. was still at were PC. You, okay. We were, we were, uh, went through the Cal years, 93 yeah. to, to 96. When'd you go to Honda? 97. Oh, so I, okay. actually I was, I was with Jeremy. We were in maybe Genoa, Italy. And I was helping you when you were on the phone with, with RD. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, with my dad and, and then with the aluminum. Yeah. With the aluminum oh, yeah, bike. Oh, yeah, you rode the aluminum bike there. Yeah, I rode it in Bercy, and then I rode it somewhere else. Genoa. Yeah. And then Japan, too. Okay. And, uh, oh, we went testing. That's right. Yeah. And see these scars yeah, right here? Yeah. Yeah. That's the aluminum bike. That bike. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Both of us. Lammy both knows. Of us Lammy knows. Up. That was a bad one. Ask as or Lusk. He knows, too. Yeah. Hotel, he knows. That was a bad one. Yeah. That was, that yeah. was a bad one. They, they were a little stiff. As bad as it was to leave for a Suzuki, mm -hmm. it was way better than staying. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> it right? was. Yeah. It was. That. Um, and Lammy, if you, of course, yeah, the 250 Supercross success. You had lots of great races, no no wins, but 125s, dude. We were just talking. I was at Millville this past weekend. Bradshaw was there, and we were bringing you up on 125s. And Bradshaw was saying, my bike, my son of a bitch bike was so goddamn slow. Those Hondas were so good. He goes, I'd just get up to those guys, and he just <coughs> rode right by me. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Jeremy's saying, I mean, I think I'm correct on this, but, like, back then it was like Honda was, like, the team. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. And, and the level of the bike was, like, you know, up here, down yeah. here's other guys. Yeah. Now, now it's just you know, come get a little closer. You know, yeah. so it doesn't really closer. matter. Yeah, a lot way closer. closer. Yeah, but back then it was just it's good deal. Yeah, it was a, it was a really great team. Lots of memories. Lots of great races for both of you guys. I, I and, think everyone's yeah. goal back then was to ride the Honda. It really was oh, yeah. like mm -hmm. they wanted to be on those bikes, no matter what team you're on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, it's, know? you know, I've said it a bunch. Like George Holland. <laughs> 
on a Suzuki, could just never get it done, never get it done. Switches to Honda, boom, national champion. They took Mickey mm-hmm. Diamond out of a 500 class <laughs> on, a Husky. Yeah. on a Husky, and he became a 125 national champion. Yeah. No slam on those guys, but the team and the bike just did that to people, right? I think it just, just drove yeah. people that way. Yeah, you know? it's pretty amazing how that works. Yeah. I mean, now, now, like Steve said, you know, like teams are a lot closer. Bikes are all really good. Yeah. Um, even there's a bunch of new brands that are really good. They can come out of the gate a lot better yeah. than, than back then, you know. Right. Um, in our in our peak days, uh, you know, we knew we had a good bike and we could jump the triples pretty easy, and everyone else on the 125s could not jump triples. Yeah, yeah. Right. Especially on a soft track, which is so weird to think about today, right? You're like, oh, how, how, yeah. imagine racing. Imagine you're in the main event of a of 250 race right now, and you're like not jumping the triple. Yeah. You that happened. Yeah. You won't be in the main event, though, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's incredible the difference between even the level of riders now. Yeah. The whole field is so good. Um, you know, maybe maybe then there was, you know, there was the top guys. You yeah. can kind of figure out who yeah. the top guys were really quick. But at the same time, our bikes helped us. But uh, he, there really was guys in the race that wouldn't jump the jumps, yeah. you know, and they'd, no. they'd be. Well, listen, I started, know, I started, I started, 90, think about that. Yeah. I started in 96, <clears throat> my first year as a mechanic and 97 Carmichael came in and he was jumping the triples and he would crash everywhere else, but he was jumping <laughs> the triples. You know what I mean? And guys are like, this little short fat guy, he's jumping all the triples, right? Cause he was yeah, yeah, bigger yeah. then. Yeah. And he could just, and that would like literally, he, it would just, he would crash, get up pass eight guys in the, by jumping the triple and then crash again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just because he could do the triple, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So it's different, different way yeah. of the world these days. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So when you left Peak, you, you rode there for two years, right? Uh, uh, no, one so year. One year. So one year and you went to Suzuki. Correct. Did, could you, was it just a matter of getting a better offer from Suzuki or did you want to stay or how did that, what took you place? Because you ended up back at Honda, so there was no ill feelings, yeah. but like I, you did do that one year at Suzuki, number 16, I think you were. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. that would have been 92, but I, I don't know. Um, I don't think I had an offer for the Hooker. next year, possibly. Hooker, what, was what it happened? points? Because, yeah, yeah, I, I pointed you, out. You pointed out the one. Oh, you pointed out. And I rode probably... Yeah, before yeah. in 1990, I had to quit racing outdoors because I was ready to point out, and I didn't even because you'd get points for outdoor racing back then to transfer you on. So I never. Really? I rode like yeah. three supercrosses in my life, and I had to like quit racing in 1990 to, to so try I to get a ride for yeah. the next year. Yeah, pro am license they had it. Pro am. Yeah, wow. I know about. I it's knew weird. the pro am stuff because that's where he didn't get a number for a number of years, or you wouldn't get a national number, yeah. right? You would just keep Dekardowski and all those guys. But I didn't know outdoors counted for Supercross points. Yeah. I don't think I ever knew that. Well, like you got a bunch of points in 89 for riding yeah, the, the 360. Five, the 500, yeah, yeah. I was getting fifth place, sixth place, but yeah. I was getting first place points because I was first pro-am okay. you know, license That's holder. That's how it so, worked. Yeah. I didn't think those points counted for Supercross eligibility. Hashtag AMA never changed. Like, what? what? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so you pointed out. So you had to go to Suzuki. I, I all, yeah. yeah, I pointed out. I almost pointed out before. If I was, my dad wasn't paying attention, I would have been po- pointed out and wouldn't have rode for Pro Circuit. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. Wow, think about that sliding door, yeah. right, and all that would have yeah, happened exactly. or whatever, right? It wouldn't have been good. No, exactly. So, <laughs> That's weird to say that you only rode three Supercrosses. Yeah, something maybe, uh, if that, Some, I three, think. Two or three like that? Yeah. I, I rode Supercross a few in 89. Mm-hmm. I rode the whole series in 90. 91, and I probably only got to ride 92 because I was the champ in 91. Yeah, maybe. Uh, who knows? Because they let you defend, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, you. Were I don't know if I, I don't know if I was pointed out. I don't remember ever hearing remember that, but that. but I didn't really ride nationals or anything, so it didn't. I didn't really start riding nationals till I rode for peak, and then I broke my leg the one Mount the first Morris. year Mount Morris. So then I didn't really ride the rest of the races. So um, <laughs> I didn't ride nationals till I got a factory ride. 
<laughs> Until I got a factory ride. Uh, no, I, I, rode, was... I rode Hangtown when I was on Team Green. I was like 22nd. <laughs> it was so bad. He probably won. It was horrible. He probably yeah, he won probably that did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe. Me yeah. and Rhino were both Team Green at the same time, and he got like 8th or 6th or something. I got like 26th. <laughs> yeah. So, circling back around, Lammy. Why did you take him out at the call at the at the call <laughs> team? Uh, was that just like, uh-huh. hey, screw you? You left Honda? No, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm on, I'm I'm waiting on my money still. I don't get right. But that was the whole controversy, right? Like, oh my it, gosh! Yeah, it, it's funny because after that, everyone's like, oh, Honda put a hit on Jeremy yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was because I got thing. it. I got it twice that night from you at LA. Oh, in the heat race. Twice that night. Oh, in the final, I think twice. Yeah, yeah, in the first turn. And first turn the first and then lap. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. So, yeah, it was like, oh, man, I think they paid Lammy to hit Jeremy. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So. Oh, yeah, I don't. There's the riots in the L.A. Coliseum pits after that. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Really? So oh, funny. yeah, people wanted to fight me. And no way. <laughs> Y'all know shit. Uh, yes, yes. People really thought you uh, did that. Oh, yeah. You well, took I mean, down I, Showtime. Well, well it, it looked kind of bad, maybe, but okay. it didn't really happen like that, you know? You just well, missed the break? No, the first turn. I mean, I yeah, yeah. I yard sailed on that thing. I hooked up with him, and then my yeah, bike yeah, got yeah. stuck in his back wheel. So that looked like I took him out on purpose, but I'm not going to lay myself out in 20, yeah. 20, yeah. 20 people right. and get yeah. ran yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, then after that, it, it just kind of escalated that lap. Yeah, I don't know what happened, really. You fell down like two turns later after I got up, and then next thing you know, we're side by side going to the peristyle. Everybody else's lap, we're almost lapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got first laps. We all, we, we're dicking around and got smoked. Yeah. I'll be one. I'll be one that night, I think. Well, you know what? His it was. only win, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what it was? I think uh, it was a muddy night, right? I think I remember. No, that was the next year. Yeah, I think. Oh, ninety-eight yeah. Yamaha year. year. Yeah, yeah, that was. I was. Yeah, Tortelli. But what got me? And I don't want to talk, too detailed into all this stuff, but oh, I oh, think he, he's details. yelling at me in the top of the freestyle like "you mf'er," bro, 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 and I'm like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> and then I remember a wheel landed right by me and my head, and then oh, I lost you mean it. while we're riding? Yeah. Yeah, oh, first yeah I did still. a lot of yelling while I was riding. Yeah. <laughs> like, at whoever. And this at is whoever. A, the first lap. I mean, I'm like, shit's going to go down. And then I, he did that, and I lost it. The next <laughs> corner, I couldn't get my brakes. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It might have been those conventional forks, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. At that point, you yeah, were like, maybe <laughs> this was a bad idea. But then he had an aluminum tank anchor on him, so I guess it was, uh, His yeah. bike was light. It just was really stiff, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I won the heat race that night. I started out great, and then it yeah. went downhill after that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, th- yeah, so I didn't know fans were actually really upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were, like, yeah. yelling at the truck. Luckily, there's no social media then. Right? Well, <laughs> yeah, I do right. remember MXA blew it up as a big deal, right? But that was about it. And that was two yeah. months after the race, yeah. right? Because the magazine comes out, right? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Instagram back then. It's like, fuck yeah. Steve Lamps in all caps. Just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the next uh, well, weekend, I was getting yelled at. I mean, you know, look, the, the, the bad part about it is anyone that hit me at that time was like, they were the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If, if whatever, well, if I deserved it or not, yeah. didn't matter. So, you know, Everyone got the wrath of that because I was the winning guy at the time, right? Yeah. So everyone was like, nah, fuck that guy. He just hit him, took him out, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's kind of unrealistic of how, people just don't know how racing, some racing works, yeah. you know? So, so it's just, Lammy, he caught the wrath on the bad, at a bad time, I guess. Was it different for you when he left <laughs> Lammy? Because now the spotlight was on you a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously, there was other guys, right? But it was, you were kind of the guy, right? Like for that 98 or that 97 year? Yeah. It was chic. She took your spot on 125s, and you were the 250 guy. Like, did you feel like, hey, man, like, this is kind of what I wanted, but it's not really what I wanted? Like, do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Never, it never really was the same after that, you know? 97 wasn't a good year for me there. 98 wasn't. And then yeah. they 
gave me the boot. Yeah. You know, so. Um, um, but so then we hooked back up at Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he, he rode good then. Uh, and then Tim Ferry and Steve Mathis came along when That's you right. left. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Jer oh, Jerry Campbell, your guy back in 99, he hated me. Oh, Jerry. Jerry hated me. I was just some kid. I'm like, I don't know, man. I took the last clutch basket one time. I thought he was going to punch me. Oh, yeah. Jerry put you down. Yep. I'm like, how we had I a good team, though. We had a good Yamaha team. That was how, fun. how was I supposed to know Jerry was the last clutch basket? I'm just building my bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know. They got a text from Bones. He's throwing a little shade on me. Oh, he is? Yeah, what? He, well, I used to work late at the shop and then go to school and sleep at school. Yeah. Bones slept at the shop. Bones slept at the shop? Yeah, he just yeah. texts us. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was what. That's Bones sleeping in the pallet racks. <laughs> he had his pillow and blankie up there. No, I don't oh, know. Okay. I was no, like, I was like, no. wait, he probably did. <laughs> no, you know, you did, Bones. No, I think Mitch had the, uh, the, the, the like fold-down seat out of his van, which I ended up getting, and then was in his office. And Bones would go sleep in Mitch's office. Oh, that's so funny, dude. Uh, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll correct me here in a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's uh, yeah, that's another era for sure. <laughs> Guys don't do that nowadays. I don't think. Not really. So, no. um, but so Steve, uh, so going back, you were the guy in '97 uh, when you were riding with him. The tension was on him. The spotlight was on him. The, the ES, Bernardo and all those guys are doing interviews with him. Are you enjoying that? Or are you at times being like, hey, man, like, I'm pretty good, too? Or, or is it just because he he's so good, you're, you're like, kind of okay with your role? I was okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want no – yeah, I was just fine. Steve, Steve quiet. liked to be low-key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was just fine. Yeah. You were always, like – I always remember from you, like, even when you were the baddest dude on 125s, you know, in the world, right? Let's even go back to motocross the nations and all those those rides you put in. Um, you were always the nicest guy, like right? Like uh, it was. It's like you were always the a privateer dude that just thought he got won a lottery ticket. Happy to be here, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I do feel like that was your attitude a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I was just happy to be here. He's a silent. Really? He's the silent assassin, though. Yeah, yeah. How many races did he win on that bike? Oh, I know. And right? motocross the nations was like. Overall, the no. best ever. Yeah, yeah. Like that was, we were part of the best team ever. Yeah, that like was they, they claimed the Bailey one, but we we were just as good. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gets lost a little bit. The Bailey '86 was great, but yeah. you guys in Spain, yeah, was pretty we, amazing. We were like yeah. crushed. Like you couldn't be better that, than we were that weekend. I just so, talked to, um, yeah. uh, God damn, I can't remember a Spanish guy. Um, oh, Butron, Jose Butron. He's a vet guy. He races the Nationals over here now, but he raced MXGP forever. But he said he was eight years old at the Destinations in 96, looking up at Steve Lampson and McGrath's skid plate in the air. On and that big on jump? That big, on that big, big one? Oh, yeah, that was, that cool. was at Jerez, yeah. And he said he, like, like decided like he wanted to be a pro motocrosser. Yeah, <laughs> How that's pretty really cool, cool. is that, right? Inspiring. Yeah, like the kid that's in Spain cool. like, saw you guys and was just blown away. You know? And then I think uh, he said he went to your practice day or something. He knew a guy who knew a guy, and he got... Mm, just a little kid. In there, there was a practice us. day before or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I remember that. Yeah. So Steve, when you think about some of the the things about your career, there's a lot. What, does that does Nations rank up there for you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, because I've always heard that you know the whole deal with um, Omara Bailey at Des Nations. I mean, so much hype about it, and I was like, man, I, he didn't actually. He was the second guy across the line on a 125. Omara was his teammate was on a 500, obviously. Um, so really, I was the first one. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't give Lammy enough credit. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's lost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. in some ways it's, it's better. I was just with Villapoto this weekend, and we did a little live show at Millville, and everyone was asking about 07 Bud's Creek, right? And he he crushed it on 250F, obviously, there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but you got the inside gate both times, man. <laughs> like, he, he didn't really like that. But, <laughs> but oh, I don't oh, know. Oh. How, how did it go for you guys back then? Like, how did it work? 
for well, gate select, for gate pick. Uh, I mean, listen, I was part of Motocross the Nations, lucky enough to be part of Motocross the Nations twice. Yeah. 93 was the other year. <clears throat> but we, I had no business being on the team that year. It was a popularity contest. <laughs> and I got voted to be one of the guys, right? So, uh, Is that Austria? Yeah. Was it? It, was, yeah. it was a total Euro track, off cambers everywhere, really fast. I mean, I was like fish out of water bad right yeah. i had no i no business and i was riding a 250 i was a 125 rider at the time so <clears throat> i mean uh you had double double stack start right oh you, you, no, you also started at behind. that race okay, you did yeah, yeah. yeah at our race i believe that we uh, did we have a double stack start mm -hmm. then no we're just uh, 40 guys that's yeah. it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, i think the way it worked when we did it is the 125 went up closer had the better line right to yeah. the inside yeah but i mean 93 to from 93 when I was on the team to 96 I was a completely different rider yeah right so like um I mean he was too right it was, we were three years later in our careers outdoor champs whatever and and uh that this that day we were not going to be denied right yeah I, I mean it was that was probably mostly like a moto like a USA style moto track oh yeah that track was badass it was brand new it was new to everyone right so it was probably a help it helped us yeah it was more built for Americans than <laughs> Kind of a little bit. Yeah, and that track's not, not there bad. regularly. That was a one-time use. It was at Jerez where the MotoGP yep, is, yep. and it was for one-time use. So it wasn't like those guys had a million laps on a track that we'd never seen before. It was all new to everyone. So that, that really helped, I think, gave everyone an equal playing field. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't they have, like, some really big jump that they wanted to take out? The, the Europeans were protesting. They did take it out. <laughs> they did. They ended up taking it out. But it was huge. It was like a, like a jump with a – it's probably like 100 – 20, 130 feet down, like just like four rollers down and then down. Yeah. So like, I think those guys want to double, double or something. We are just jumping the whole thing all the way to the landing. I think there's doing a photo a, of doing you a, doing it. Doing a heel clicker. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. Well, they, exactly. is, that, they, is that, yeah. That's that jump. Yeah. It's pretty, it just dropped. Um, yeah. It, it was not hard, but it was big. Yeah. They were complaining. I remember after the first practice, like Everett's, everybody's over there. They're complaining. So the guy goes, yeah, we'll take it out. Yeah. And they just mowed the middle part down. <laughs> and we still jumped it. So I was like, <laughs> we're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. 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 They're pissed. Those are the days. Yeah. Now, were you at that one? No, I went no. 95. 95. Slovakia. In Slovakia? Uh, yep. Okay. And then again, and we went again, 97, maybe. Uh, you Not lost good. in 97. You were on the team that lost in 97, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was bad. Fro said they just watered the shit out of the track or something. Oh, like my he God. was like, was we that? talk about get back at us. I think you know. Okay, <laughs> the year before it was you, Fro, and uh, it was bad. Who, Spray that thing down. Um, you, Fro, Dowdy, Dowdy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the worst. Th oh my gosh. Yeah, they yeah. Watered, it was no rain and nothing, and then we come out and I'm like telling Goose, I'm like, what the what happened? What did they do to the <laughs> I track? Mean, I always had like. You know, you roll offs and then tear offs over yeah. your roll offs. Yeah. This side, that side. I was like prepared. By the time I got the first turn, I was like, my sh all my shit was gone. I was like, <laughs> doing like this, just no splashing. Yeah. I mean, it oh, was the that's worst so thing. Funny. Yeah. And uh, but and the, wor <clears throat> the worst part about that year was that that was the end of the streak. Uh, right? 94 was. No, 94 oh, was. Oh, 94 was? Yeah, 94 was. Okay, yeah, because 93, I was the weakest link for sure on the team, <laughs> and I we barely squeaked through with the win yeah. for the team. Yeah. And I was like, please, God, do not let me F this reason. up. Be <laughs> yeah. the reason that we're going to lose. Right, yeah. right. And uh, I squeaked through. 
think. Yeah, so I had some redemption in 96, but anyway. So 95 in Austria, did you... Um, Austria. No, he was 95 somewhere else. Did, I was did Austria. Did you guys win in 95? Slovakia. 95, no. no. Uh, so 94 loss, 95 loss, 96 win, 97 loss. Okay. 95 was with Rhino on the 500. He hadn't ridden that thing before. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't good, and then he got good, and he was chasing, I think, Smets down, got right on him, and then fell over, hitting somebody going up the hill. And okay, Somebody yeah. got in his way, a lap or something, took him yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good times for sure back then. Absolutely. Uh, Public Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Jeremy McGrath, Steve Lampson, Mike Hooker here. So, Lammy, um, yeah, we're going to see you around more races, you think? Are you going to come by? or like oh, you, you have been a bit of a ghost. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Supercrosses, motocross, or anything? Yeah, I need to. I, like, we, I take my boy to Paula and stuff like that, and then we do one of the Anaheims. So yeah. Maybe do a couple more, though. Cause oh, well, well, we can see who uh, you or Blake Baggett, who, who, who's disappeared the most. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I probably got him covered. Huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. Hey, did you enjoy uh, managing a little bit there when you were doing it? Yeah, I, I, on the flip side of like how everything works, I mean, yeah. it's more of like less pressure, but then more work. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't have to race no more. I don't have to worry about getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. But the, the work amount of work, though, oh my gosh, it was yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, I enjoyed it though, yeah. being around it and Can you, just life. You worked with Bobby Reagan, of course, a star. He oh, went yeah. through a lot of managers there for a little bit, and I was there talking about it. But um, he didn't like that. Uh, but um, can you see why Bobby is where he is working back then when you worked for them? Brad's still there, Bobby, right? Do you, did you see the bones of what they're doing now? Yeah, I mean, in a bit. I, I mean, they've grown so much since I was there. I mean, yeah. it was a full-time deal, you know, just when I was working with them. We had good riders, and then and they just progressed, and, man, they're huge now. But I don't know if it sometimes it's harder yeah. when you go that big, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Bob, Was Bobby hard on the guys back then? Yeah, not he wasn't that hard. Nah. Wasn't no okay. But he was he intimidated yeah. Martin a little bit. Little Martin was getting beat up all the time. Right, right. He didn't like <laughs> Bobby's a big boy. He just grabs you and like hurts you a little bit. Like, <laughs> and, I mean, up. and again, like I can't see you yelling at anybody. You're like the nicest oh, guy ever, right? Yeah, pretty much. I guess yeah. yell a little bit. You okay, know? all right. Okay. Okay. Hey, we all have our breaking points. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just I always wondered like Lammy, like oh, nicest guy ever. Like I said earlier. So well, look could, at me. I took a guy out down there in Delhi Coliseum. <laughs> Yeah, 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 World yeah, War III. You know, the next weekend at the, the LA Coliseum, the next one was LA, Co yeah. LA Coliseum. And the next weekend, I had walking back up from the first practice, and some old lady runs me down, and she's just giving it to you. Oh, bad. Giving it to business. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, people like, did. Look what your people did. <laughs> you, I don't know. I didn't. It wasn't purpose. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, it was pretty interesting. That's. Amazing that that can happen, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a race. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, There's more races. You know, so. I, yeah, but people, I mean, trust me, and especially nowadays on social media, like, if I report on something, especially like Hayden Deegan, it's, right? Like, yeah, I, it's, it's way worse it's, now. Right? It's pretty gnarly the things that people say to you nowadays, and you're just <clears> like, hey, man, it's just a dirt bike race. But, yeah, yeah people get into it, right? So oh, yeah. it's one of those things. All right, we're going to take a, a commercial break here on the show. We're going to come back uh, with more guests. We've got Cam Zink coming in. I want to get you, Zink, to talk because you're – you yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like you'd be a good guy to oh, talk to for a little for bit. Sure, yeah. Tony Berluti is going to come on. Randy Richardson, Mike Hooker, Skip Norfolk, Steve Lampson. All right, going to go to commercial break here on the show. And we'll be right back after these messages, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, 
tarmac to open roads. We're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, 
with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, Check. disabling, or destroying Check. the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Yeah, welcome From back, everybody. Here we are. Season vets, we are race teams, project builds. And we are live at the Huddle Brewery. It, uh, it's fun to be here. And uh, we got a new guy joining us. And he's a familiar face to uh, everybody on the Pulp Mech Show. Tony Berluti. What's up, buddy? Steve, how you doing? Good. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. I appreciate you offering. You're asking me to come in. I enjoy coming in. You, uh, you're a Vegas local, of course, and you frequent the Huddle. Oh, uh, I'd like to come down more than I normally do, but <laughs> they absolutely got the greatest beer. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. The shit gets you drunk. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Skip, pull that mic a little closer, closer? if you can. Yeah, All right, there, there we go. go. There, that's good. Uh, we're going to talk. I uh, uh, love having you guys on. We've done this before. It's always a fun time. We're going to get McGrath here somewhere, but uh, he was supposed to join us, but that's okay. We can move on. Where uh, is that guy? I don't know. MC. He's, he's probably uh, signing autographs, kissing babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's great, great to have you here. Baloo. There Thanks he is. For, oh, there he is. <laughs> the Jeremy McGrath. You know what I think is, is like, as a guy that's... Um, there you go. Welcome back. Jeremy. Sorry, boys. No, you're good. As a guy that's been, like, a, uh, a mechanic in a sport for a long time, but I... I thank you, Yari. That's okay. You're fine. You guys uh, drinking water over there? I got to hold it together. I got to hold it together. I mean, uh, <laughs> you do a good job. Listen, so, okay. let me, let me, let me, let <laughs> me. So, what I think, uh, you know, I've had these two on my shows before. Yeah, and they just riddle rat- you Dude, the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. But I came in, like, I drove a box fan for a little bit, but I was never, like, in the cool guy group to drive box fans Stop like these guys it. did, right? No, like, no, no. You weren't, like, OG together. status like no. these dudes. Right, exactly. Slicer and You wanted to be these dudes. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, when I saw Skip with the clear glasses, like I'm like, I now I need clear glasses. 
Jesus. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. that, that's I think I might have seen you wearing those right. later. Um, <laughs> but what I think is, like, so these guys, as you guys have explained, I don't know, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot here, but there were times that you would just stay on the road with Skip. Yeah. And, oh. like, that, like, that never happens now. No. But, like, what a time where you're like, hey, man, I'm going to ride my race bike. Skip's going to prep, prep it every day. We're going to go practicing. Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not really possible now, right? Because the semi can't, he yeah. doesn't really go to wherever we, we could go anywhere we want in vans, different teams, different guys with all our little group. Um, Steve was with us a lot back then yeah. and from Yamaha also. Yeah. And uh, so really we'd go to Skip's parents. We'd go to these different spots. We'd go to New York and stay and we'd ride these tracks. And, and uh, so, yeah, it was, it's a totally different time. We had a lot more access to do sort of whatever we wanted yeah. back then, you know? And right now, it really wouldn't be that fun for a rider to stay with the with the truck, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> it just no. Wouldn't. no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be that it fun. It would really suck. <laughs> yeah. But, but we had a great time. We were... What a time to bond with your guy and hang out and, and test and... Well, that, I mean, I think that was, that was the thing I talked to him about all the time is, you know, let's go ride different dirt, you know, slimy, wet, clay. He never, he'd never seen anything wet before. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a big, he'd never ridden on anything wet before yeah. other than when you would water the track and for 10 minutes. Somebody was, at Carl's about yeah. to leave the hose on. And right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was it. So, uh, but no. Exactly. <laughs> California, it starts raining. We pack it up. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, back then it was, I mean, because, well, uh, Emig was on the, Emig was with us back there on a few times. Um, yeah. Wait, what? Clint, Emig? Yeah. Well, Butler was his mechanic. Butler was his mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you, you, did Steve. you like Jeff Emig? I mean, I didn't talk to him. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but Butler. Emig no, rarely came, actually. He rarely came. He did. He did. He came, came a few times, but rarely came. It was mostly these guys. Butler Butler came with us, and his his rider wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Cliff Palmer, um, Jimmy Button. Yep. Um, yeah. Those guys. So and then and then the pro circuit rig at that point would would come and hang with us, and we'd have to make fucking him sleep. <laughs> Big <laughs> Rick would have to make him sleep outside because he snored so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he'd yeah. keep everybody uh, up in the house. Berluth, did you do that much with your guys? <laughs> no, I mean, that's why I was going to ask. Between you guys, I mean, I... I Suzuki like, was like, no, no budget. No, Can't no, they didn't do that. Huffy, I mean, we... I kind of can... The mechanic kind of controlled it. I'm like, hey, yeah. Huffy, if you want to stay back or whatever like that, you know, that's why I'm surprised that... I mean, did you guys actually, did you stay on the road quite a bit, MC? In the summers. One year. For one year sure. for nationals. Yeah, yeah, in the summers we yeah. did. We'd go, because we'd, Skip's parents were back there, and we'd sure. ride this track called the Quasco and, and looking <clears throat> for snipes. Right, exactly. <laughs> Snipe hunt. You know snipes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got caught on that. Yeah. Yeah. I got burned on the snipe hunting. Um, but it's a ritual. We'd have this track to ride, right? And it had all conditions, right? Because pretty much back there, sometimes it would rain every evening or whatever. Um, again, I think in those times, you know, I, I didn't really know. I was learning how to ride outdoors. I mean, I was yeah. like, yeah. I wasn't digging it at all i didn't really yep. care about it that much so yep. took me a few years to figure out that i needed to pay attention to that uh, but anyway we, we had a lot of fun <laughs> we had a lot of fun and we'd rc race at night and yeah. we just do all kinds of cool stuff so, so was, 50, 50 Berlute, racing, we just, had 50 racing all oh, over, yeah. on the hill yeah yeah, yeah. Well, did you not bond with your guys prelude i no, mean i mean i get Pichon. okay i get Pichon. what about what about <laughs> yeah, the other that's guy? a funny story there but um no like 
I'd say Huffman, he would stay back a couple oh, times. Okay. But yeah. I think only once or maybe twice. But other than that, no. Not yeah. like what it sounds like here. But right. um, We were riding around for like two months. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, uh, cool. was kind of in your infancy. Yeah. You were a terrible outdoor rider. And I argue it all the time <laughs> that I go, do you realize – how many seconds that guy, the one, the time that he won the championship, the, guy, the MC was fucking yarding those guys. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. The what one second? year. What are you talking? What, what, what do you mean? The, uh-huh. What were you trying to say? How many seconds? No, I mean, oh. I mean, MC. Oh, how many like, seconds he was ahead? Yeah. Got it. Okay, I mean, got it. I mean, the year yeah. that he won the championship, I mean, I, I, I get hangtown. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, but that's the year I really got my shit together, and I paid attention to it, and I worked hard at it. The years prior, I got a lot of third places and fourth places and fifth places. Dude, and you started in Mammoth. You were badass at Mammoth. That's an outdoor national yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of Cali style. I was good at California-style tracks. Really? Yeah. If it came to soft and ruts and shit, I was horrible. Oh, was yeah. Terrible. yeah. Mount Morris? Ruts. I think I won once there. Maybe. Gotcha. One yeah. moto, maybe. I don't know. No, but that, I mean, there's was a lot the, of tracks that I was really bad at. No, that was the whole the whole purpose was just to, <laughs> to get them better, just to, just to experience different elements. Right. Yeah. Right. Really, that's nothing, what it was. nothing more than that. And it, and we had a chance to, you know, I could go my school dome light. I'm going to help you drive. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he tells the story every time. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. It's yeah, true though. It's yeah, true. As soon as the dome light went out in the back, but he's like, "Hey, can you turn that music down? I'm trying to sleep." <laughs> well, no. Hey, it all for, it started out with me like this, then it was like this, then it's like started looking at the sleeper, and then it was like ten minutes later, I'm like, "Hey, turn the music down. I'm going to sleep." <laughs> now, would yeah. this be? Would you have a practice bike on the road then, or would this be a race bike? No, we did. We carried a practice he, bike. He got practice bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would say yeah. that's a lot of work on a race bike. Yeah. A lot of time on a race bike, yeah. right? No, yeah, we had another. Yeah, now, we did you ever bike. get caught? Like, so again, talking to these guys about overseas stuff and box fan days and poker and all, <laughs> you get caught into this ring of mechanics taking everybody's money. Uh, you know, I don't know if I was involved in their poker stuff too okay, much. Okay, all right, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. you were. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, European, I can tell a story about y- yeah, the European trips. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. The flights and the European stuff, but not in the, okay. not, during, not, not much during, during the, the national. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Off season, yes. I was so involved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We, yeah. Were, they, we were they, all in that. They they all seem to like really. We enjoy all walk around with IOUs for like months. Months. Oh yeah, hey, absolutely. Jeremy owes Tony two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> I owe Skip three hundred bucks. I mean, it was like you had these little papers and you just kept them in your wallet. Exactly. Every time you seen this shit, you're like, ah, oh, God, this I gotta pay this dude like three hundred bucks. Was this on planes or like what? Like, Anywhere. Well, yeah. okay, planes. Okay, we're we're at um, <laughs> the uh, fast cross. Sapri, oh, fast Italy. Italy. Yeah, we're they put us up in this bitch in hotel looking over Lake what Majora? Yeah, Lake, yeah, Lake, Lake Majora. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. So we're, we're we're out on the balcony looking out at this lake playing you know cards, right? We're jacks are better trips to win. <laughs> yeah, playing nuts or whatever and, they yeah, call that. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or balls, drop or balls. Drop. Yeah, I think it was balls. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> called it balls. And MC, yeah. you know, he's killing it in Supercross. He's killing it and everything. You know. Yeah, he's made a lot of he's money. He's kicking my ass in fucking cards. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck, dude? You win. I'm, Everything. <laughs> so I never had IOUs from 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 MC. Yeah. I had IOUs from uh, Watson, M- Mitch, Watson, Mitch. Mitch. No, no, from Mitch. 
Yeah, Man, Watson. Man. Watson put had a lot of IOUs out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Phil, Phil had some IOUs yeah. out there. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that, that was the time. Like again, you guys would go to Europe. You'd all race. Uh, you stay with it for a month, right? You just all kind of just go to these different. Sometimes, races. yeah. Sometimes, it was like yeah. one and two and three yeah. races at a yeah. time. And it was it was, a, it was a different era. That's for yeah. sure. Now we just got Bercy and. The guys kind of stick together, right? And they just, I mean, yeah. in those days, like some of us would do like five, six rounds. Like yeah. we'd do five, six yeah. races over there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we'd fly back, but sometimes we'd stay over for two, three weeks. So that's when we, you know, yeah. we, we all couldn't, we couldn't really sleep, right? Because it's like yeah. opposite schedules. Yeah. And we're like, hey, you up? Yeah, I'm up. I can't sleep. All right. <laughs> let's get some cards. <laughs> so next day we're all walking around like cross-eyed because we can't, didn't get any sleep. But yeah, still, we, we, we had a lot of fun, yeah. and, and again, you know, w what was cool is it's a camaraderie between the, these guys, the riders, all the, we all, yeah. we all used to hang out a lot. Now yeah. you don't see that. Yeah, no. when, I, when, I, when I started, you know, I'm, I'm, I love the, the old history of the sport, and when I started talking to these guys and having them in for shows, like, I don't feel like the Honda guys mix with the Cowie guys, you know what I mean? Like, nowadays. No, no. Back then, it was like, yeah, man, I work for Suzuki and you work for Honda, but who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I'm building my no, bike. We want to have fun right it's like i mean you you want to release you worked all day long on your motorcycle these guys have been training all week or whatever you know i mean yeah fuck let's skip let's get together and have some play some cards yeah you know just like you would in a normal life sure you know yeah I yeah mean, yeah it's just that except we did it on the road exactly yeah you know and we actually I did it, it while we're driving. Well, box there fans. was a thing. I mean, on a, on a national, they would fly in on a Thursday. We'd practice on a Friday. Yep. We'd, we'd do all of our tech inspection and all the stuff on Saturday. It was a bike show on Saturday. Sundays. Yeah, it was a bike show Saturday. So it was it was, a, it was almost a four day weekend. So yeah, I mean, it didn't make sense to go home for us. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and then on Fridays you had like three hours worth of time. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you're in the middle. You know, sometimes in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know. So. I remember a few times I was around early on. You'd be building your bike after that Friday practice, and these dudes would be heading out with golf clubs, basketballs, like, yeah. like let's just yeah, find yeah. something to do today. Exactly, you know? yeah. Like we it, used to play a lot of basketball, yeah. which is kind of risky, I think, really. <laughs> you think about it, right? I don't know. Yeah. Think about your it, ankle. Yeah. 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 An ankle or Blow your Achilles or something. Yeah, shit. do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably exactly. get an elbow in the eye or, yeah, who knows, or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and did you hear the story about them playing poker while they're driving down the road? Uh, I just yeah. I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that really goose. happened. That was with Goose, too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, oh, oh, yeah. I think we did on a couple occasions. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. You put, <laughs> what did you do? You had the window up and you just post your card against the window? No. We actually passing I, cards. I swear to God. In box bands? I swear to God. When the boxes are touching. I, I, we, we get as close as we could so you could reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. This shit happened. No way. We were dumb. I, hey, it was stupid. And might, you're on CB you going, this hey. shit up, right. dude. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, that's funny. It's, yeah. it's the ultimate boredom yeah. of the road. Like, yeah. hey, man, what can we get away with? I know. We can play poker. Hey, but I will say. This was the probably the guy that instigated, instigated all that. Instigated it, yeah. yeah. For sure. I, I wouldn't have ever thought about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but Skip. Yeah, Skip. He, he, he was the one. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, he was kind of like the brilliant mind. I go, yeah, that sounds good. I'll do that. That. Okay, here's my cards. <laughs> Whatever. What's that scratch in the van? Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're all right with that. Brother, did you ever like look over? Like, I, I know I did this. Like, I was at Yamaha, and we had to do our own motors, and we had no practice bike guys, and we'd look over at you at Suzuki with Carmichael. You mean you'd be holding the number plate for Goose to spray it off, and like, like it was a real like. We would look over sometimes and be like, man, we're just stretched so thin. We're working so hard for all these guys. I mean, Ch working for Reed was a 
you know, a, a, a whole a whole thing on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's twice the work. Right. But for you, like, did you look at the Honda guys sometimes and be like, man, they got a bitchin' setup over there. They got bitchin' bikes, fans, and everything. Like, oh, no. was there some of that for you? In the box found days, in yeah. the earlier days, when you're talking about Carmichael thing, we're, yeah. in, we're in semis yeah. at that point. Yeah. But yeah, when I'm I'm at Red Bud, you know, I'm fucking sweating my ass off in the humidity <laughs> and stuff. And then here comes this FedEx van, you know, and I think at one time Honda had some kind of a, you know, I don't know if they're sponsored by them or whatever, but FedEx van, and they're dropping off all these Honda parts, and I'm like, what the god damn, you know? And then next thing you know, Skip's unboxing a box, and he's got a full-on subframe for Jeremy's McGrath, for Jeremy's bike, and it's got the fender, and he's bolting it he on the back. He slides it on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck is this? <laughs> You're like, damn it. Well, yeah. I'm, I, maybe Skip built it back at the ha back at Honda or whatever. But anyway, all I know is I'm like, damn, dude. I wish hey, I was. Hey, that tells you how Honda. long the weekends were. Because if you could ship in parts, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. the weekends yeah. were long. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, you guys had a deal with FedEx. Yeah, because that was back when Honda got into IndyCar racing, and that whole Indy series was sponsored by FedEx. And yeah, yeah, they, they had. I mean, we were. Shipping stuff all over Probably, the place. Yeah. A fair cheap, amount of pretty, money yeah, with those guys. cheap at that point. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, really cheap for us. For Honda, it was. It was the same thing again. Going back to my days, like we, we had carburetors, and then fucking Honda shows up, and they're magnesium carburetors, and we're like, oh great, great, thanks. Now you <laughs> that know, goes back to like, what we were talking we're about like, earlier. Yeah, that's why everyone wanted to ride <laughs> right, that right. bike. But it was right. like, I mean, yeah. at some point, and not so much when it was. It just kind of started when we got to Honda, but the guys that came in after us, it was like going to Smiths. And you would go down the, I want to turn better row. And there's just <laughs> parts of all the, how, you know, do you want to turn a little bit better? Kind yeah. of a lot or a lot better. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. would just be able to pull yeah. off the shelf and go, okay, let's go put this on. Oh, my God, I turned better. Yeah, yeah. And then you would go down the, hey, I don't want it to kick as much section. Or I want a little more torque section. And we just, we had so much resources at that time. It was really cool. You know what's funny about that is all the teams had a lot more resources i think now they're they're funneled down into riding what they have and there's a few little variations because you know years ago when i was still riding for fun yeah, but yeah, testing yeah, with kehoe yeah, and honda yeah, guys yeah. there was not near as many cool things to get like as there was when we were all doing it yeah. like when i was racing yeah, for real yeah, right right <clears throat> that when when you know like he's talking about, we, we go down the aisle and go like, okay, what do we want to make this bike better? We just pick off all these things, and there's <laughs> 10 options, right? Well, in, in later, later in the four-stroke era, there yeah. was not it, – well, it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't Berlut, like that. you've told the story in Suzuki. They would have an A cylinder and a B cylinder. Which one do you like? Because it's <laughs> – that's it. I mean – Yeah, we were limited for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, here you go. You guys did have cool tie pipes, though. Suzuki yeah. and Pigeon. Yeah. Those, those pipes were bad. Pigeon tie pipes. That's I, I still have the Holy Grail at the house. I yeah. know. Yeah. I didn't want to it. give it away in case well, someone from you. Suzuki's listening. But. Ah, well, they'll appreciate that. They don't even have a team. What are you worried about? Exactly. I'm, I'm not worried about that now. And I don't think Ken Roxon's going to call for the pipe. Yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not selling yeah, right. it. I got it. Right. It's my Holy Grail. Oh, yeah, it's it's yeah. amazing. You know, Tony's got it over the table with a light hanging out of it. It's unbelievable. You pick it up, it's a brand new 120. Five pipe, you pick it up, you're like, so light. Remember that yeah. guy I brought over? He was freaking yeah. out about it. Oh, yeah. Who was that? I don't know, but I know that I, I need to get his number because if I get in really desperate times, that I'm dude, selling yeah. it to him. I can't remember who that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's many here. ways to advertise yeah. that these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go. worry. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's funny because, again, going back to the Honda things and being bitching. And then also, too, Berlut, did you know, like, 
when he's winning and winning all those races, did you kind of know that this is basically the 93 bike? Like, it's not changing, really? Like, Skip's job's pretty easy. They got everything dialed. As you said, Skip, they had a setup for, you know, indoors, for outdoors, supercrosses, and, like, it was a well, basic thing that he was comfortable we with. We spent a lot of time on that. I mean, yeah. we caught it, home, you know, we, we caught it old faithful. Yeah. Are you, are yeah, you know? saying 93 and 95? Yeah, yeah all the way. Like, did <laughs> no, you, I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, other than the media, or, or you heard about it or yeah. whatever, but I didn't realize it, no. Yeah. You're just like, man, this, we got our 1995 bike, and this guy's still riding a two-year-old thing and kicking yeah, our ass. Yeah, but reality, the bike, it didn't evolve that much, right? No, yeah. but there were, some, there were some significant issues. I think the, the biggest thing that stuck out in my mind is, you know, he would, he'd come in and go, man, I, I, last year I could just land into the corner, and if I wanted to be on the outside, I ended up on the outside. If I wanted to be on the inside, I ended up on the inside. And then there were some things that were going on with the chassis, and then we, he just goes, now it's like, if I want to go here, I've really got to... I, I got to put in the effort to get there, and it took us it took us almost a year to figure out what was going on, and it was a center of gravity issue. So all the drawings and everything that we had were off by about seven millimeters of where the center of gravity was on the motorcycle. So the the ninety three was per he just it, yeah it was just a great motorcycle. So that's motorcycle. how you guys ended up with the ninety three chassis. And, and so that's until we figured yeah. it out in 90, 95, We we kind of kind of figured it out, and then on ninety six it was. The 96, it was a, it was a, still we had a couple little parts here and there and some yeah. different things we could do. Custom I mean, the engine evolved, right? Of course, along the way, but we, every year we went to the new chassis, whatever they brought out, the right. new one, we tried it. Yeah. It didn't work as good. <laughs> and I rode the new bike in Europe or whatever, right? So, yeah. like, I'd ride a stock bike because that was when you could ride stock bikes. You just yeah. bring some fork and shock and pipe and, and call yeah. it a day and go. Yeah. Um, so, I always rode a newer bike sometimes. But, like, when it came to racing, we stuck with that one chassis. Because also, if you remember, it would come out of the line. It would come off the oh. line. It had better traction than the rest. So, the year in 95 was it, I think, that, like, the first four or five races, the one race at Anaheim when I passed Larry Ward, on like lap 10 yeah we had a really good race going um that that race i was riding a new bike newer bike yeah right after that i switched back back. san diego so san diego yeah go ahead finish yeah so i every year we kind of we sort of gave it a valiant effort like (laughs) hey let's ride this new bike let's try it and it was really we just i just like i said i wasn't that comfortable with there's a few things that the older one did better yeah different foot peg position different center gravity whatever um but you know, in 95 and 6, the engine got a lot better, but they but we used a newer engine, but same or older yeah. bike, yeah. you know. So no one really could tell. You couldn't look at it. I mean, the thing I look, the thing I think about now and thinking back those old days, which is crazy to me, right? We won in 96, I won 13 Supercross in a row. And you would have thought that the R&D team would again went, hey, Jeremy, what do you think? What do you want to do for next year? Yeah. They come out with the shittiest bike ever made, <laughs> and they're like, "How many supercrosses do you think you can win with this?" I'm like, "Yeah, zero. <laughs> so yeah, it's but just, you know, those things are planned two, three years in advance. Right? I know, yeah. but, but like, still. you have. A, I was winning three, four yeah. years before. Yep. Right. Yep. So they should have said, "Well, that yeah, that yeah. frame's looking pretty good for right, now. Right. You know, we're hey, just gonna keep that until he don't win anymore. I got an idea. Let's throw that bike away. Yeah. <laughs> let's throw the best 250 ever made. Yeah. I mean, look, the 96. Yeah. Put it on the shelf and get a this this street bike with right. dirt bike tires. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, just, I remember uh, saying it's you just go, weird to me. Yeah. No. I, Looking back, I mean, yeah. we now then you didn't really. Back then, you're like, okay, new bike, whatever. We yeah. always got new bikes. But right. looking back now, 
you'd go like, what were the higher upper yeah. management thinking? It yeah. was dumb. We had a great combination. We were winning everything. I think it's still. I think it's 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 to make a change, just to make a change. Like, it's like okay, we got it. Make a change to market it to sell it. Well, well, but, and, and and I don't think that's. And I think we see that. We well, see what we didn't know then exactly. Was, you're you're the the best well, case. What we had no idea then was was that those guys were three years out. Right. They they were building that aluminum chassis. They were doing all those things that was going to change the world, and all the things that we were doing on the chassis was rigidity up, rigidity up, rigidity up. All these things, everything that we like were a, testing like at that time. Like a street bike, like you know, so all those things. Yeah. And yeah. Now, I mean, this is this. I learned this maybe ten years after it was all done. You know, that's that <laughs> was the, funny. That, that's but funny. They, they were on a mission, so yeah. I, but yeah. knowing what we know now, they could have worked th- on it three more years, <laughs> yeah, right. maybe four. Yeah. yeah. You know, and finally yeah. got to the bike when they came out with yeah. it, like in 2003 or something. It took them three or four years before yeah. the guys were happy with a it. A long Absolutely. time. Because yeah. the, the prototype bike, I think, is the last time that you and Lamy were together in, right. in Japan. The prototype bike. This scar from we Japan were, <laughs> right there. No. Yeah. We were yeah. pretty excited about it. So yeah. we did the prototype bike. We left, we go home, we do a couple more races. We come back and, and they raced on the production version. Yeah. And these guys yeah. come in and they're like, Whoa. What is this? <laughs> yeah, Rich Taylor tells me the story. They had a couple of cracks show up, and they got stressed. And they just they built just, it, beefed it yeah, up. We can't that, have nothing break. So, like, yeah. so all the, yeah. all the yeah. so so well, if you remember, more. those frames were all built. So where the where the foot peg mount, swing arm pivot, and all those yeah. were all one were piece. all were all machined yeah. or, or um, uh, forged pieces. So everything before that was all CNC. So it was all. It wasn't forged material. The everything was totally was different off, with that. Yeah. Locations and everything were the same. <laughs> Jimmy comes in. He goes. Every time I hit a jump or case, it I feel everything in this uh, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it was, I, I mean, the final was, straw of that was like we were at Glen Helen testing outdoors, and you know the bike. You saw it with Lusk later. I mean, the bike yeah. was all right if the track was as hard as this table. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it wasn't it wouldn't get kicked funny. It wouldn't do anything. It was it was decent. You could yeah. ride it. It would almost bind up. Wouldn't you it? could ride it. Yeah. a little bit if it was hard pack, uh, soft track, un- impossible. But we were riding outdoors. Like a, we always did like a one test outdoors yeah. thing, and then that was the day. I'm like, I called my dad. I'm like, I'm done. I gotta leave. I, it's like I forgot how to ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> what happened? Like I couldn't even yeah, ride. So yeah. he's bouncing me out of ruts and stuff. And I was like, no way. I can't, there's no, no way I can't do it. Yep. So yeah, it's funny to look back on that. Uh, talking if about, we wouldn't have went outdoor riding that, that year, you maybe would have stayed might, on it. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Yeah. never know. Yeah. It is, so obviously we're all involved in the sport now. You guys are, are passionate watchers of it, followers of it. You're, we're, you're ambassador for Cowie. You're at a lot of races doing all that stuff. And I'm, I'm deep in it. Um, is it funny though to you guys like and I, and I and I'm not counting myself in this because I was just on the tail end and I was a privateer greaseball mechanic and it, it doesn't count. But you guys like you know and you see it on Instagram, you see it on social. Maybe not you, Berlu, because you don't follow it. But no. like hashtag '90s motocross, hashtag '90s. Let's the I you know on my social media in the '90s they did this. Uh, uh, the 90 guys would have never done this. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of that, right? There's a lot of looking back from the fans and even the industry about what a special era it was and, and, and everything that went on. And you were a big part of that because of your, your, you know, your image and, 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 and how dominant you were. You guys were all around it, you know, as deep as you can get into it. Uh, is it funny to think, like, it is just for you guys just a job and it's your lives and you lived it and you don't really. But now in 2023... 
Like, people love it. People talk about the era that you guys were in as being, let's get back to it, how cool it was. I mean, they don't talk about that way about the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, the no, 80s was cool. But, I, but, you know, you know to be fair, the 80s teed it up for us, right? I Absolutely. mean, Ricky Johnson and Johnny O yeah, and Brad Dogger Shaw. and... Bradshaw was right. Uh, he's right in the middle there, right? Yeah. I mean, Bradshaw is, he's one year younger than me. So, yeah. even though he yeah. was riding his 250, like winning 250 right. Supercross. That's yeah. an insane trivia fact. I love Bradshaw. Yeah. But, I mean, he was winning those Supercrosses <laughs> yeah. at 16 riding for Yamaha, you know? So, the 80s teed it up. But, I mean, I think we were all, like, 90s was a great era for life in general. Yeah. yeah. Supercross was amazing. Yeah. We were able to grow. The sport was able to grow. A lot of cool things happened in the 90s. But I think we were all learning how to be adults, too, right? So, I mean, it was just yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, like, yeah, yeah. But you know, he he won't say it, but he did. He had the he had the sport on his shoulders at that particular time. Of course time, he did. You yeah, know? And yeah, he did. Absolutely. He was able to do things that that allowed that all to take place. I mean, there was his commercial ran at the quarterfinals of Wilmington. Yeah. You know, and that was outside sponsorship coming in, but they came in because there was a personality there. And as much as you know, I go back to Troy, Ohio. One year, we're watching Supercross because that's when Supercross would be in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Bradshaw wins some races. I'm going to beat that guy next year. Yeah. And that's why I say Bradshaw, because he was... He I were love Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. But he wanted to beat him. That was just part of it. But, um, you know... Do you he, have an appreciation that you lived in that moment? Oh, absolutely. You know, you lived in that time? Absolutely. And I, I, think, I do, for I think sure. if you go back to any sport, and you were inside of any sport, there was some point back when that was the time, right? And the guys that... Anybody that goes through any barrier or any door, they always get bloody. And he got bloody because he broke down a bunch of doors. Yeah. Whether that is salaries or whatever you want to talk about or any of that stuff. But and then he'll sit here and say, but the 80s teed it up for him. Yeah. You know, that's what's special about I know, but th- th- those guys. Like there's literally Instagram accounts 90s motocross. <laughs> no, I know, yeah, no. I, I, think, cool. I think it's I think, yeah. cool. I think yeah, what's I cool, it. what's cool about today's riders, they all look back at the nineties and go, Man, that yeah. was such a cool time. Yeah. No right? I don't remember media, you know I don't remember yeah. like watching eighties motocross. I don't. Yeah. But I'm obviously a fan of all those guys. Those I, guys you were couldn't, yeah. you couldn't watch we it. We watched Supercross. Coliseum maybe or something in the eighties, right? Yeah. And then that, the yeah. couple of Anaheims, the one famous one with our David and Johnny David and our yeah. MC, you're dating yourself, 86 bro. or whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, I, did, I was in 86. I was I was racing BMX. <laughs> so, Dude, you yeah. say that, but you're a mammoth in 86 on a motorcycle, right? 87. 87. 87. Okay. okay. 86, My I bad. was riding. Uh, I was just – I raced Paris locally on a – November 85, I got my first dirt bike, new bike. Dude, you're badass. And then 86, cool. I raced Paris. That's cool. And then 87, I raced Mammoth. So it happened all really super quick. But I was I was BMXing at the time. I wasn't really. Wow. I heard about, like, the Anaheim Supercross with RJ and David. Yeah. It was such a rad race. And, right. you know, I look at all that stuff now and go, wow, I, I wasn't there. I think a little <laughs> bit. I wasn't too, there. I think a little bit, too, like, the, you know, uh, as Skip said, you, you grew the sport up. Also, uh, ESPN's got on TV regularly, right? We talked about we can't see the 80s races. Oh, for sure. You can start seeing the 90s yeah. races. Well, at and least we were on at 2 in the morning on Tuesday on ESPN. We got on TV sometimes. <laughs> you know, you guys were young. You were, you were, you were partying. The Krusty Demons of Dirt videos. That stuff comes out. It, it just starts looking back, and people are just like, that was such a cool time. And, you know, the racers, there's no social media. 
God knows. Thank God there wasn't, right? Thank God. Yeah. I would, my career would have been over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God there weren't cell phones then. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean, Berlou? You feel like, you, yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're happy that you, you know, your career took place mostly there? No, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, after what you're talking about now, for sure, but I, I would have never even thought that these guys were party animals like they were. I mean, he's kind of saying it. I, I, I think the I, I put these guys on a pedestal. I mean, I know I was in the industry and I worked on their bikes, but I think motocross. I thought I, I consider these guys the best athletes in the world. You right. Yeah. So when I when I hear about Emig in a hot tub and you know Jeremy party, <laughs> I'm like. I don't know. I think this shit's made up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we did it when it was appropriate timing. Yeah. I, I did. Yes. You the did. rest, I yeah. can't say. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know what other people were doing, but I, I was serious about what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. wanted people to think I was out doing that. Right, because that, that means they're not working. All day long. <laughs> right, so we were like, "Yeah, let's just tell them I was doing this, and whatever." So, um, you know, look, we we there are those times we were at Havasu and stuff after nationals, and and like '97 when I was riding a Suzuki and I was so pissed about the thing, I was like, "I'm not practicing anymore. I'm only racing." <laughs> That's it. So I'd have like you know five days of vacation, yeah. then I'd race. Right. Five days of vacation, then I'd race. Yeah. So, um, it was a it was, yeah. a it was a year that I needed to really reset my brain, yeah. right? Because yeah. I had to come out swinging the next year. But yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was like I said, we were all yeah. trying to figure out how to grow up. But I was very serious about the race part of it, you know, and and. I wanted people to think I was out goofing off, and, and, it, and it happened. Everyone yeah. thought I was yeah. – everyone talks about it. Man, you used to party all the time. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was, yeah. It, it's no a different, special No time. different than sitting down and, you know, you got – we had all those guys, Stanton, and all the everybody's they're all eating their <clears throat> salads and stuff, and I'd walk up with a thing of chocolate chip cookies. Dude, I can't eat. Just, just break off a corner and chew it. That's all you got to do. You know? <laughs> just to mess with them. Yeah, yeah. You just keep it yeah. all going. It, yeah. was, it was all about the – Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, me and Skibby used to – we used to <laughs> fuck with Stan a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love Stan. But yes. we had to yeah. do it. We had to do yeah. it. That was part of it. it was we just had to do it. I think JMB fucked with Stan with his fucking Kit Kat yeah. bars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And his practice schedule. Yeah, oh, exactly. Because he didn't really ride that much. And yeah. he, especially when Stan was there, he'd probably show up, ride a few laps, ride the hills, yeah. and then leave. Yeah. Stan's yeah. like 330-minute motos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just, it was a special time that you three guys were involved in 90s motocross, and I think the fans of the sport in 2023 are like, we got to get back to there, you know? And, and in some ways, the sport's better now, in some ways. In some ways, it's not. But you guys were part of an era, I think, not the 80s and not the 2000s, you know what I mean? The, the, the 90s is when people Well, it all changed it. when yeah. Carmichael came along, really. It just, yeah. The, the, everything changed, yeah. really. Jeremy, Jeremy, I always think that, you know, Jeremy's like, okay, hey, we're just going to whole shot, be perfect for five laps. You'll be able to see. Yeah. Your, you'll, you'll be at one turn. He'll be at the other. You'll be able to monitor the whole rest of the race. And then Ricky came along and goes, uh, you better have yeah. to do that for 15. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because right? I'm exactly. going to train my ass off. I'm well, not going to give you five. You're going to have to do it for 10 or maybe 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? But to be fair, it took him three years to get to that point. Yeah. And, that, and so, again, yeah. no, and nobody knew how close you two were. Yeah, ever. yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, you know, true. that was really interesting yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I even go back to like, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, the number seven. Um, Stewart. I mean, Stewart is, well, for sure was unbelievably fast, but it's like Stewart's going to run with Carmichael for 20 minutes. It's the next. It's the last 10 that he's going to have a problem with. You yeah. know. Yeah. And and that was the case. I mean, because yeah. Ricky was 
fit. He was, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, you were on your way out. Right. He's I, a, he's a, I mean, I don't want He's like 10 years younger than me. So it's, exactly. it's a whole new era. Exactly. So, so, I mean, he actually... I'm stoked I lasted three years with him coming along, right? <laughs> absolutely. He should have taken over. It, it, yeah, it was going to happen. I mean, yes. how, how pissed were they when I came in the first year and won as a rookie? Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the Stanton, it put Stanton in retirement. Bradshaw. Bradshaw yeah. in retirement twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he came twice. You know, JMB went home back yeah. to France. Like, I mean, when I came in, yeah. like, as weirdly as it is, like, guys had to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. 72. But, I don't know if that can be beat, Doug. I don't know. It's, I don't I think mean, so. You never know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be beat, dude. <laughs> yeah. I really don't. Here, here's here's my – I don't – people second. have been arguing with me about this jet thing. I go, the fucker hasn't even won one fucking Supercross race. Yeah. And you guys are talking about him taking over. I'm like – <laughs> Get yeah. the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. your, I like your answer. Yeah. I love that. PR guy. And no, I, say, but I, I say that, too. Because I, I have a complete yeah. unbelievable respect for this guy yeah. for different reasons. But Listen, that's, that's, that's a big number, dude. That's why, that's, Ricky, a big that's why Ricky and I didn't talk for 10 years because of this guy. Because <laughs> I said you can't call yourself the GOAT. You yeah. can't. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I said you're, if you were close to him in Supercross, and then you have all these outdoor wins. That's fine. what it was, Steve. You're the goat. Yeah. Yeah. But I was yeah. saying, you're 25 back. Like you're, a, you're a lot behind. You can't be the goat. And then that was, you know, that was the start of it. But we're good now. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to start it well, again. But, yeah. but, but yeah. that's one of the things that Ricky was like, you know, fuck Mathis. And I'm yeah. like, it's I'm, only a nickname. Uh, no, you know, yeah, that, I, I just, it's interesting. Exactly. So exactly. I, I go back to when you know he'd get on the motorcycle and it'd be like, hey, if if if, if you can give me this. I can do that, and it was always up the chain, you yeah. know. And, and now, now it's different. I think I think James changed it. Villapoto changed it to where when we'd go testing, Jeremy had this is where he tested, and he would race here, and he he knew For what sure. that gap was. So we, the risk, the risk was a lot. I want I, in today's world, going back and look at it, he didn't put himself at risk in a test session very rarely. Because he was here, and I know that I can go here with this. Mm. And I think, I think nowadays, you know, I think James, if he came up now, God, who knows how good he could be. Because all of a sudden, James came in and was like, I'm going to go race pace every time yeah. I'm on the track. How do you develop a motorcycle around when the four-stroke came out of Cowie? Yeah. We're like, I, we hired Phil Lawrence. I, Phil, I need you to break this motorcycle. Because until we broke it, we didn't know where limitation was. You couldn't risk James putting him yeah. on the bike. Yeah. You know, now with all the data and everything that you have now, I think if he came along now, who knows how good that guy. I he don't know. Just, I feel like he still was just one speed. I'm just, I'm going wide no, open. But, but, yeah. but, but still, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is that I felt like at Cali, when I was there at Cali, when he came along, we yeah. weren't ready for him. Yeah, yeah. We were behind. We couldn't, we couldn't keep up because we, we were scared yeah. to give him yeah, anything. St Sternstrom, to get him hurt. Sternstrom tells a story of James being like pissed that his bike wasn't handling fourth gear wide open in the whoops. And Sternstrom's like, <laughs> you can't do that. You're going to skip a whoop and die. Like, yeah. stop and he, it. He, you know? he did it all with his hand on the bar. No, no fingers <laughs> on the clutch. Yeah. He would ride the whoops like this. Yeah. And, yeah. and when, like, when, yeah. when James came along, it reminded me a lot when we, in 94, Supercross was the number one priority for Honda, uh, Honda Japan. And we got data acquisition. We got all this stuff. And it was like, hey, what gear are you in when you hit the triple? We, now we know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he knew everything. He was a dyno. Right. So that's where I got my understanding of how important it is to know your motorcycle. Right. And then 
when James came along, we had all these, we had four different characters of motorcycle, right? You have guys that'll come out now and they'll go, oh, I don't, I don't, I can't ride it because it's not where I ride it. You know, well, yeah. this is the motorcycle. You need, should adapt to it or try to adapt yeah. to it. James, by the time the first lap was around, he figured out and rode it where it made power in a lap, yeah. which was just, we never, we never were able to track that before. But yeah. going back on it a little bit, I go, well, shit, he was just like that. Jeremy was, he knew exactly what he wanted and where he was at. Uh, and that's, I think a lot of times it's, it's a little bit lost. And I think you got some guys now that are coming through that maybe are better at understanding that than they were before, because you talk about controlling everything with your laptop now. Yeah. That's where your advantages come from. I mean, all you have to understand is what you actually need, right? My, what I need is different than what you guys yeah. need, right? Well, and I think Jet's got a good handle on that. If I, if I had a dollar for every time I heard about setup on a bike after a race, I, I, I'd be richer yeah, than you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't oh. think any uh, – for a long time in the sport, I think the weirdly enough, the too many guys layered the rider from actually getting his bike set up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just too yeah. many guys. Yes. Well, I There's think this guy, and he has his input. Everybody wants to input. be useful. They're, all want to, they're coming from a good place. Right, right, right. I want to help. But, if, but what you're doing by helping is just getting the guy lost. No, but there's totally. – you know, yeah. totally. But there's also to that, there's one thing that's hugely missing. We'd go out riding, and Jeremy goes, man, the bike's everywhere except that hole after that corner. Don't hit that hole anymore. And <laughs> he'd go, go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he wouldn't hit the hole right, anymore. Right. Instead of trying to fix the motorcycle for that one yeah. hole, he would just go, okay, yeah. I won't hit it. Yeah, it's very much specialized. Well, now. That's, that's why I feel that motocross is such a special sport, and, you know, we've been involved in it, and I love it, and I still love it, is it's 70% rider, 30% equipment, right? You know, so, I yeah. mean, the rider can adapt. We got... No, we got, not, not all of them can. Well, no. <laughs> so, I like, think he's... Barsh is still not adapting. He's, he's fast, but he's still not adapting. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, you got... I mean, that's what makes it a bitch sport yeah. is, is, you know, you got ankles, you got... You, you know, the bike isn't... It's not, it's not perfect. It's not like a... Well. What's great about our sport is, is, I've said this before, you can be tall and skinny like Damon Huffman and Mike Bow. You can be Ricky Carmichael, short and, and stocky. You can be him. You can be a BMX. Like, you can win with any type of body, any type of, you know, uh, Good point. limitations. It's yeah, good. I agree. Like, you know, you're not going to do shit if you're, if you're a big jockey well, or if you're yeah, a big great yeah. F1 driver. Like, you're just yeah. not going to do anything, right? Our sport is so cool that way because... We can make, you can win however. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of times with racers, and these guys know this, I mean, you, when you come in, you have to have a strategy. You have to have a plan. You have to have to figure out how to put this whole piece, this puzzle together, right? Yep. And a lot of guys had 85% of the pieces, but they didn't know how to get the other pieces put in, into place. You know what I mean? Yep. And that, that's where some of the stuff Skip's talking about. Like, I had a pretty good idea of what I needed, and I could raise the bar if I needed to because I, I knew you know, I kind of set up my bike for that stuff. Um, you know, I don't know exactly just from experience a few years back when you're around the race teams and stuff and around what's going on at the test tracks. It seems like we talked about, there's a lot of guys, a lot of inputs. It's hard to get, hard to get lost, uh, or easy, easy to get, get lost, yeah. easy to get lost. Uh, and, and, and honestly, yeah. you know, in the, you know, mid to late two thousands or whatever, as a writer that's come from that sort of background, my dad was a mechanic by trade, right? So I was super into that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the writers really weren't too paying too much attention on how to set their bikes up, on what, you yeah. know, like, like how did they get an amp, become from an amateur to a great pro writer and not know some of these things that you, that sure. you know, yeah, that you should it, know. Right? Yeah. yeah, it seems yeah. like a big part of it. So, 
Well, yeah. You know, it's just uh, it's interesting to see how each guy goes about it. No, we did. I mean, we we did things during the week. You know, like because you could be on the edge. I mean, we were on the edge with jetting all the time, and and the bike could be flat on top for two reasons: it could be rich and it could be lean, and and it was important for Jeremy to know why it was flat because. Man, we're just talking about splitting hairs. If I split the wrong way, then we're screwed. So yeah. we would go out and make the bike be flat on top because it's lean, and it would have a different character, and then we'd make it flat on top because it was rich. Right. Sure. And he would feel that difference. So when he came in, he goes, man, it's, it's, it's lean. You know, and I, and I trusted him on that, 100%. We didn't have to guess. We weren't looking at – we didn't have all this data yeah. acquisition stuff. It was all seat of the pants. But we would go out and ride and go, okay, here's four more clicks of rebound. What did you feel? And we took notes, and he, would, and he paid attention to that. <clears throat> and, and now, so when we get to the track, he goes, hey, this is what it's doing. Okay, let's change it to here. Right. And, we, and we knew that. But we spent – early on, we spent time like that together. We right. made those changes during the week. And I don't – I, I, I think also to – Maybe to be fair, like four strokes a little harder to some of those things we you learned. Tell. It's harder to tell some of those yeah. Yeah. nuances with a four stroke. It's especially, I mean, now you don't have to worry about it, but yeah. in the carbureted yeah. days of four strokes, we were um, just trying to keep our carburetors from falling off. Like, yeah. right. That's there all we go. were trying to yeah, do. Yeah. We we're just like, well, that helps too. Yeah, yeah. backfire. <laughs> no, that's not good. No. Uh, hey, it's time for the X Brand Goggle Tear Off segment. Let's do this. All right. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. Rapid-fire questions. Rapid Are you ready? Ready. All right. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Uh, again, this show, I'm not giving my sponsors much love in this show, but go to pulpmexshow.com. Click under the uh, the logos. You'll see the discounts. You'll see everybody. Thank they you love for everything. You, Steve. Uh, we, well, we hope so. All right, Skip. you got 30 seconds to answer okay. this. We've got questions for each one of you. All right. You ready, Skip? Ready. All right. These are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Or? I've never heard of him. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Skip. What's the most... Lost you ever got uh, in a box fan where you've driven, or have you ever driven the wrong direction in your box fan days? Montana. We got lost in Montana. We got to where we were going to go. The road was under construction. We got lost. We lost about, I don't know, 14 hours or something. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Dan, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm not even sure I knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody did. Yeah. Uh, you kept it under wraps. Yeah. You're probably with Slicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slicer. Yeah. All right, next question. Had to hit the wing stop somewhere. <laughs> next question uh, for you, Jeremy. Which championship bikes were you gifted or able to keep? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't have a Suzuki. I didn't win anything on yeah. it. I don't have that. I don't have any Yamahas. I had to build my own. Uh, I think Keith sold those. Um, uh, I do have some factory Hondas, so okay. they were generous with my bikes. Nice. I, I do have a couple of those. You got a peak? Um, peak? I have my peak race bikes. Oh, you do? So I, have awesome. all, I have all my Hondas. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I have my first bike, my first 80. Your Suzuki? My Suzuki 80, my first 80 that I've had when I was 10. That was four years before I ever started racing. What year was that? Uh, 79. Okay. And then, uh, and then I have my, uh, I built a 90KX. Yep. That's a replica of what I raced when I was on Team Green and I won my first Supercross here in Vegas. Oh, yeah. The 90? And then I have the race bikes from 91, 92, wow. 93. And then the one bike with the 93 chassis, that was my race bike. I have that bike. Um, are, they, are they working or are they just empty the cases? Are they working? No, they're working. Full bikes. Like they're working. Full Skip bikes. actually built, put some grease in one of the lower ends of one of my 125s, I think. Yeah. Okay. Those, won't, right. those won't run. Those won't run. All right, Balut, question for you. Where the hell have you been? I don't know, Steve. Where have I been? <laughs> I've been camping. I've been having a, I love yeah. life. I, life is good. You drove out to Florida. Yeah. Instead of going to 
he, this guy hates uh, planes so much. He just drove to Florida. Yeah, I was going to head down to to, to uh, uh, Mexico. I was going to go down there, but then I don't know. Shit happened down there with uh, not uh, I don't know the what's his name the drug cartel guy, and we kind of got spooked. So <laughs> okay. then I go, hey, let's go to Florida and watch Supercross. All right. Yeah. Okay. That was oh, good. Very cool. All right. Pablo Escobar. You talking <laughs> about? Exactly. Yeah, that guy. Uh, all right. His kid. His kid or whatever. Oh, right. All right, Skip, uh, has anything from your wrenching career crossed over to brewing beer? Absolutely. <laughs> no, it does. No. The, the attention to detail, like, you know, we can sit down and, and talk. Discipline, to, probably. Discipline, no. But we can, Jeremy and I can sit down and talk about a start or a corner for turn into a 30-minute conversation. We can do the same thing about beer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that, that intensity and that, they hate it, you know, because it was always about, you know, we, we've got to be able to repeat ourselves. Skip yeah. probably detailed these guys over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At yeah. first, they didn't understand him. Uh, all right, Jeremy, <laughs> what's been your funniest or weirdest fan interaction? Uh, can, can I answer that one? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. You no, answer. No, no, you won't like this one. No, <laughs> no go ahead. It's, no. He said weirdest. Go. I don't know. I mean, Timmy used to have uh, Japanese people, like, bake things for him. They were big on giving him a gift. Mm. Did you ever have that, where the Japanese fans would give you gifts? Japan I mean, always yeah. does that. Yeah. They, they yeah. always bring you gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. I mean, Timmy would be like, hey, I got That's a really generous culture. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Baking, really presents, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, what do you got? Oh. You got, oh. Yeah, what? Scott, Come on, Skip. Skip's going to bring up some girls. He's going to nope. bring up some girls or well, something. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <clears throat> well, that you can't say it and then say right. it. Right. That's Sorry. what I'm thinking. Sorry. Okay. So, I can't. We, it was a joke with us, right? So, <laughs> okay. I would go out and buy a lawn chair every weekend. Because I'd leave Jeremy. We'd park in the hills somewhere. Yeah. i go, dude, i got to go to the next race. And he'd stay out there with his wheel, with the uh, chair. I'd give him a box of posters, four or five Sharpies, and a lawn chair, and a couple bottles of water. And I'd leave, and I'd leave him in the middle of some field with 50 people around him signing autographs. What? Every race. Oh, he's talking about the race. Every oh, race. Races. He'd stick around at every race and oh. sign autographs <clears throat> until there was no more fans. Wow. Well, I like being at the races. Oh, jeez, dude. I don't know. Wow, that's gnarly. I was on a team with Chad Reed. He didn't do that. <laughs> Arnold, <laughs> no. Every weekend, Arnold's all, why do you buy lawn chairs every weekend? Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Um, all right, Berlute, uh Which sound drop of yours is your favorite? I, I don't even know how many. We don't I have do. our drops. Oh, we, yeah, this, this is a bare bones <laughs> operation. Um, that's, yeah. that's yeah. fucking gay or something like that, <laughs> yeah. maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite is Poon Toon. <laughs> poon Toon? What the fuck is a what Poon Toon? What the fuck's a Poon Toon? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's my favorite one. <laughs> I'd say Pontoon Boat at Havasu with a lot yeah. of chicks yeah. on it. <laughs> there you go. It's a yeah, that's a good call. Awesome. <laughs> I might have uh, been on one of those before. <laughs> maybe. You invented, maybe. You invented I actually them. had one of those. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, it says here, this is our buddy Moser. What was your favorite nine you built or wrenched on? I think it means bike, and it didn't auto-correct. What was your favorite bike you built or wrenched on? Uh, the 93 bike. That, year, that was just a special year. Yep. Yep. Special year. All right. Uh, Jeremy, what was your favorite off-season race? Uh, I mean, Bercy, we had a lot of fun, but probably Saparides. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I was going to ask you that same yeah. question. Yeah. Saparides were fun. But, you know, I, 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 I mean, Geneva was fun. Genoa was fun. Yeah. Uh, Bercy was always fun. Geneva was always cold. Whenever yeah, I but went. the stadium was big. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I judge it on the stadium size. Like, Bercy was oh, unique because yeah, it's yeah. small and you had the tunnel and stuff. But, but now when they do Bercy, it's a different place. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a so, full-size stadium. Um, yeah. 
you know, again, we just we had so much fun over there. It was, it was what was the most amount of money you won in the off season? Uh, I earned or won. <laughs> is there a difference? Yeah. I got for Bercy. I got paid a hundred grand to go yeah. race three days. That's pretty good. Were you a hundred at everything at Geneva? No, 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 no. Because no, no. those Cause, weren't three day right, races. Yeah. Three days, yeah. Japan, probably sixty. Japan, Japan was free. It was part of my contract. No, but the prize money. I just. Oh, I won a hundred grand in '93 yeah. when I won Fukuoka. Remember that race? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that race. was the. That so was the, the first I won this race, and they said, "Okay, hundred grand cash or this Porsche." <laughs> And I took the cash, but there was a cool car there I could have took. <laughs> we're flying back, and they're, you know we've got money stuffed in our pants. Yeah. We've got it everywhere. He's going. <laughs> and so we get to customs. Do you have more than ten grand on you? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah. shit, we're gonna yeah. get pulled over. I mean, they used to pay us in cash yeah. for a lot of times. Yeah. So yeah. you'd be putting shoes and all over the place, your bag. And the, yeah, I mean, they didn't really have X-rays going on too much then. I took some of Nick Way's money in for him, and I kept a hundred bucks for uh, you know. Did, Travel fees, like a like a mule fee. Did he notice? Oh yeah, and he was so <laughs> pissed at me. And I'm like, dude, you got 30k, and I got 100, and I yeah. brought it across. And, dude, he was so mad at me. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Do not mess with the man's money. No, I mean, I was a, I was a money mule. I could have been yeah. busted. I wasn't going to take that so chance. So, like, on the Saparini thing, everybody, like, LaRocco and those guys dealt with, you know, because they did... Uh, that Catherine furn- lady, right? Furniture. Oh, oh, they, they got they furniture. furniture. Yeah. Did, you have, did you ever I do got that some thing? Fir- I got some furniture... Made at at one point or another, yeah. When they had the RJ got furniture too. RJ did too. Yeah, yep, RJ did guy. too. I did a little bit. But that was a fun race. Just it a was an outdoor. Family. It yeah. wasn't Supercross. Right. It was out. It was bitching. The, the best part of that whole race was the, the food. The food. The there food. you go. Oh, the man. food was insane. Every time we ate, it was at that restaurant. Yeah. And it was and so good. And private chef was there doing all the. Oh, what a God. wonderful family. Oh. Just, they were so nice. And no so preservatives, good. so you could eat pasta three times a day. You could just <laughs> shove it in. Oh, so <laughs> good. Awesome. All right, last question for the X-Brand Goggle Terrace for Balut. What do you miss most about going to the races? I would say the competition, going down to the starting line and, you know, you know, I mean, the riders have the butterflies, but I'm, I've got butterflies and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking badass, you know, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think the night shows, yeah, competition, the lights, yeah, the noise. Yeah. You know, the smell there, back then, we had the good smell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes, do you miss racing? Oh, I miss race day. Yeah. All the work you have to do to yeah. get ready Fuck for that? that. No. I, I, you miss race day. I, I got goosebumps sometimes watching my rider lead a heat race or something. Like, I got goosebumps. You know, I was just like so unbelievably. Yeah. I mean, I got, I, I mean, I got summer cross. I don't want to bring it up. Steve, don't, he, don't, he's don't get mad. yourself. So, no, I don't gonna get, get mad. mad. I think it's great. But it's I got awesome. summer cross win beating Jeremy McGrath. Candy, and then, I, that and was And then I have a high point national win. There's 73 wins sitting at this table right now. Wow. Are you, are you saying now. it doesn't count? <laughs> no. What I'm saying is you, you are out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just you saying. You are out there, dude. I don't have any wins. You're, you're putting, putting yourself down, you but you are fucking gnarly, too. I got two wins. And it was so fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm counting Summer Cross as one you of them. Were and you, you were there. And you fucking spent plenty of time in this humidity working your ass yeah. off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. That's the X-Brand Goggle <coughs> Tear-Off segment. Uh, also, we have the motorsport.com. Tweet at me, I guess. Yeah, me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> questions submitted by at Bumper Mech Show. We didn't give him yeah, a mic. that's what it was. Well, we didn't give him a mic. We usually oh, give okay. him a mic. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, um, so these are questions for Skip and MC from the listeners. Um, let me let me scroll through them from... Uh, all right. Uh, Lyman Zerga says, I know this won't get answered, but Jeremy, what's the real spec story of Emig and McGrath not getting along? Seems like both traveled in the same group of friends, yet they clearly weren't tight. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really just down to respect. I mean, yeah. someone doesn't, you know, in, the, in those days, it's just a lot of arrogance going on, and I don't, I don't deal with the arrogance. Well, I mean, he was a yeah, great we, starter. Yeah, we, we had to walk the line of confidence and arrogance, yeah. but I was never arrogant. I was confident, of course, <laughs> and cocky, yeah. Yeah. but it was all for fun. It was never mean. And one of the other things was is his writing etiquette. We had a lot of problem with his writing etiquette. He had no problem chopping you off on the face of a triple yeah. or doing really dumb shit, which you shouldn't do no matter if you don't like a guy or not. Yeah. Um, yeah if you lot, can't a beat a guy guys, fair yeah. and square, then it's what dangerous. are you doing out there for? It's very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. No, a lot of guys. I mean, so, not I mean, just you. All yeah. riders had to ride against him differently. Right. No, that's um, – look, I think Fro would that's, admit that like, because uh, a lot of racers have stories where they're like, man – he was he was not fun to be around because he would get great starts, right? And right. Yeah. He, so. he was a he new boots. To, he didn't need to do that. He was a great rider. Yeah. He had new boots. Yeah, he didn't need to do that. So, anyway. <laughs> Do you ever hear right. the new boots story? Don't you remember the new boots? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. when he said he couldn't stop or something? Yeah, or, or like I couldn't get because uh, I have new boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how uh, new boots are stiff. All right, question. <laughs> Questions from J.H. Hines. Question for Jeremy. Why were you, the king of Supercross, not involved in on TV during SMX? I thought it was a huge miss by Feldon MX Sports. I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. They didn't ask? Maybe <laughs> is that the right question, right, right answer? I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> Moto Aftermath Show. Jeremy, can you give us a Jim Hawley-style story? <laughs> no. Do you have a Jim Hawley? <laughs> no. <laughs> and if I did, I cannot say it here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Gate Drop says, uh, um, let's, ask, let's ask you this, Jeremy. Can Jet do a 93 McGrath uh, next deck for, uh, starting next year and for the next decade with his technique intelligence on the track? Can he? I mean, look, anything's possible. Again, like Tony said earlier, he, he, yeah, he raced some SMX races, but he hasn't raced a proper Supercross yet with everyone sitting on the gate. Um, not... Not that I think he's going to have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, you know, my my take on this whole thing is there's a lot of talk about him and my record and whatever because he's been so great outdoors. And I'm like, okay, let's see him race for a little bit, and then we'll talk about that. But, you know, it's possible. Yeah. W what we're seeing, he's really good. I think uh, Honda had a nice strategy on letting him ride outdoor to get used to the 450, and then it turned out way better than they ever expected, right? So it was a dream season something nobody really expected, and they were kind of just trying to get him warmed up to for this year's Supercross is what I'm assuming. Now, it worked out way better. It was a good plan. Lars looks really smart on that deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was a bad time for everyone to not be at the Nationals and give him all that confidence. I feel like if he, he, he goes in there now, he feels like, I should win. I can win. That's what happened with me. Uh, it took me a few races, yeah. and, and he may, may take him a few races, but ultimately he knows he can go to the top. He knows he's at the top right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't see it being very long before he starts racking up some numbers, but you know, it's a lot of races. He's got, to, is a he's got to stay on the bike. <laughs> you know, my, my whole thing with that is like to get to the number 72, it's going to be a long time. You got to stay healthy for a long time. They make a lot of money now, a lot more than I did. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they don't have a reason to stay in there that long. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Why would they I, take that risk for so long when they, they make enough money that they can retire and be cool and they don't have to do that? Um, the bikes are faster. Their inertia is a lot more. It tackles the riders when they crash. Um, and who knows? There's some kids probably right below that we don't know exactly who it is sure. yet. There's some kids that are shining pretty good mm -hmm. that are going to, you know, try to battle jet as it goes. So, 
you know, look, there's a lot of variables, but can he do, can he have a great season? Can he win the championship? It's of course, it's possible. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is for Skip from Troy. I don't, I don't know what he's talking about here, so maybe I, I just don't remember this. Talk about the night of the X Games step up where, you, where Skip let one pound of air out of MC's tire to help him win the jump off. Mm, this I, isn't, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do X. I didn't right. do X. This <laughs> what, what's he talking about? Yeah. Okay. What yeah. me? Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I think who was down there? Scott Bell or something, maybe? Yeah. It would have been Scotty, right? Yeah. It would have been, yeah, yeah. been one okay. of my yeah. buddies. Like, X Games was just for fun. We didn't, yeah. I didn't have a pro, Wait, did pro mechanic like up? these guys did you down there. Step I won Step Up. You did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Where were you? Where have you did been? Did you do it a couple times? I, I mean, did it a couple times. I won uh, it once. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you're a Step Off champion. Yeah, he was a bad X Games gold medalist, dude. Yeah. Fuck. Hey, you got one of those? No. Ah. No, I got a medal from the World What's wrong with this guy? He forgot one of my stats. <laughs> I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a gold medal from the World Vets. Uh, there you go. I went 14-9 yeah. for seventh, and I got a medal. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Uh, Skip from Jimmy G. Did you ever make a mistake when wrenching for Jeremy that cost them a win or resulted in a DNF? I'm going to say, well, at the end, yeah, at the KTM R side. Rookie things. season. Yeah. First couple races. We had we had a few things. We got lucky on a few things. Oh. Well, oh. Mammoth. Mammoth. One of the first races before we really. We got a lot so. of things coming up here. No, there was. There was a lot. We lost the <laughs> so, counter shafts. A counter shafts bracket fell off on the Honda at Mammoth one time. Um, bar mounts were on backwards. Once. We had, and I, Jeremy, Jeremy, I didn't win. No. I didn't win, so it no. might have cost me a win. I don't Jer know. Jeremy came in one race and goes, hey, the front end's making a lot of noise. Yeah, the top triple clamp bolts were gone. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, a lot of, fortunate enough, I think yeah. most of the mistakes happened when it didn't, it didn't cost anything. Yeah. You know, there was, right. there was some freak things like. Early in, what, yeah, early Detroit, in I think. Detroit, when they were used to, when they went to the new bail covers and they had the, the it was a, it was a one and a half inch ring that was sewn into the uh, bail covers, which were staked to the ground. Mm -hmm. One came up and when he went into the corner, it got, that one ring went onto the uh, shift lever, mm -hmm. ripped the shift lever off in one time. Um, no, I think there was, there was plenty of mistakes. But um, yeah. that, that was my biggest fear, right, is, is my motivation was if I screw up, he may not walk again. He might not play yeah. ball with yes. his kids. It might be that. That was my motivation every weekend. And um, I was pretty I fortunate. Was never, I was never worried about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. I had a – sitting <clears throat> on the starting line, and the 32nd board went up with, I think, Timmy. And I looked down, and his seatbelt's just going – because just as he vibration, the bike, yeah. it's just backing out. Like, oh, and I'm no. just, I just grab my T handle and just be like, "Yeah, I got this." <laughs> Put the cards up. <laughs> I got this. Try no not problem. to push him out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And then like, oh three, Glenn Helen, he's third, and he's just pouring oil out of the four stroke. Oh no. And I'm just like, At, this is tw ten minutes to go, and Bob Oliver, the great Bob Oliver, it's just pouring oil, and I'm like, uh, I, I don't. I don't drain plug. Uh, no, no, no. The the, the, the oh, oil ignition cooler cover, broke. Ignition no, cover. ignition cover uh, gasket went, or I left the bolt loose. Oh, I don't know. So I, I don't remember. But I remember going to Bob. Bob, I mean, is it gonna make it? You know, I don't know. I'm just and Bob's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like, well, good, good answer, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We pushed the bike off the track three times. Yeah. Mammoth. The yeah, Steel Mammoth City. never mattered. Yeah, but Steel That's City, the Steel City, the last national, the 125 that year. Yeah. And then um, one practice. Oh, when I got that jersey from that guy. That's the right, that, that 93? I don't know. I don't know. And I think that. it was a practice session at, yeah. at one of the Supercrosses when we, the, 
The coolant hose off the top of the head pushed oh, yeah. off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question. Um, actually, so, uh, no, last question. From uh, vbrew92, MC, should you have won Minneapolis 02? I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, dumb yeah, question. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Skip, same guy. Uh, was it annoying that ESPN would broadcast the Yamaha radio communication on TV? No, I don't think so. It was. Uh, I think that. I think that's a little bit of what's missed with the television right yeah. now. You don't get any insight from what's going down on right. the floor with the teams. Right. Right. Okay. Fair enough. All right, everybody, that's been the, expert, or that's been the uh, motorsport.com tweet at uh, me segment. Um, hey, Berlut, um, let's, uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. I know I just got back from, I just, yeah, but we're going to move on. Yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> thank you for and, having and me. And Skip, thank you for Absolutely. the huddle as well. Yeah. We're going to get Randy Richardson and Cam Zink up here right now. Oh, absolutely, So uh, yeah. thank you again for having us. Uh, we uh, got to have some video of that because that's <clears throat> yeah. insane. Yeah, it's absolutely it's nuts. Insane. Give us a hand for Tony Berluti, Skip Norfolk. Let's get uh, Randy Richardson and Cam Zink up here if we can. FMIP, and then I need Jeremy to stay. You're going to do the whole show, I think. Is that uh, all right? I already did it. Me and Cam were already talking. I already did the whole show. No, I mean this whole show. I know everything show. I needed to know. You're doing this no. whole show. No, I know. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, no, that's fine. Whatever. Just, it, whatever you – Bill, skip. Yeah, just, just skip. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. <clears throat> what? I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, come on in, Randy. Uh, yeah, this is going to be really cool. Cam Zink, these Red Bull Rampage guys, I mean, again, like you want to talk about absolute insanity. And I got a lot of questions to get yeah, into yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, so, but again, thank you to Skip Norfolk and the Huddle for having us here. Yeah, thank Marks, you, Huddle. thank you for your help, Travis Marks. Talon has been here helping. Yari as well. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, and Lynn, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get these two gentlemen here. Randy Richardson, Michelin Zone, FMIP. Welcome, buddy. Just glad to be here. Uh, glad the show finally got going, you know. Six, five, five thirty-six. Yeah, whatever 530. it takes. Yeah, whatever five thirty. Hey, he's old. To. He's at a bedtime. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, East yeah. Coast bedtime, and <clears throat> I may have to step away early to go move the car and get another parking pass. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Another parking yeah, thing because yeah. we started so late, but that's okay. Yeah, you know what? Hey, you, out of all people, should know. Yeah. Pulp MX is a loose program. It's a loose program. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I can't wait and to hear the show tomorrow because this the huddle here at Skip Norfolk's the huddle is packed, but no one can hear anything because the audio is horrible. So uh, I don't know. I'll just listen to the show tomorrow on my Delta flight well, you back know, home. You can it's always good. do. You it's can good. always you can always get a refund. You really? can always okay. just get a refund. Okay. It's fine. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. we'll refund you everything awesome. that you paid to be here. No, uh, just in all seriousness. Busting your chops as I always do, yeah. and that's much appreciated by Pulp Nation. So I will continue to give you heat on Life Swap <laughs> and many other things. Awesome, but honored to be here, and thank you for having uh, Cam and I. Yeah. Thank you, Cam Zink. Welcome, everybody. Let's give him a Woo! hand. The Red Bull Rampage champion. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it, dude. <clears throat> and, and no one I'd rather be sitting here with than my glorious Michelin teammates. <laughs> yeah. Could you have done anything without Michelin? Could you have done anything at all out there nope. without, without Michelin? <laughs> or, the, or the teenier citizen? Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's good. Happy to be sitting here with the king. Yeah. MC. Yeah. Now, I've been fortunate to have met him. God, well over a decade ago, right? Yeah. He's always so been long ago. Yeah. The uh, the pinnacle, the greatest human you could have ever met to, I don't know, idolize as far as how to be humble, how to treat people. Yeah. Always been a good dude. Like, <laughs> yep. such a, like, yeah, remarkable human beyond just on the moto. I I've told this story before. When he was, 
a top of the world in Supercross, and I was a greaseball Ty Birdwell privateer guy. He was cool to me. And he didn't have to be. He was McGrath, and I was a greaseball privateer mechanic. And he was the coolest guy always, the whole time. Uh, uh, that's why, yeah, absolutely well, every champion should try to be like him. Cam, Cam's amazing, too. You should have seen his <laughs> interview after his, his uh, event this weekend. It was an amazing interview, so good job on that. And I'm Thank stoked you. we're friends because we've been friends for a long time, obviously mutually mutually. Have, we have the same sponsors, some of the same sponsors with Troy and, and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I came from the bike world, so I yeah. can appreciate what this guy's doing. It's freaking amazing. So <laughs> thank you. Fun, thank you. fun to watch. And if you guys haven't seen it and you're watching that run up there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We got on the TV up talk there. Talk about it. high risk and and balls. This yes. dude's got it. Big <laughs> plums. I feel it down in my plums. Um, <laughs> so the run this year, I watched it on Instagram, Cam. How, like, and I, Randy's filled me in on, and, and I'm going to ask some dumb questions, so just, just bear with it's me. It's right? all good. We're uh, all used to it. All the listeners are used to that. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, Randy's told me a little bit about Rampage, how it works, and all of that. How do you piece together that run that you did that won it for you this year? Like, I, I understood from doing a little bit of research that it was part of some old runs or something. It was part of some other runs. And then you link some new things together. How does that come to you to be like, yeah, that, that gap is fine. And I, you know, like, how does it work? I'll try to sum it up relatively quick, I guess. But basically there's, there's numerous sites and sometimes there's the first year build. And then the second year build, you're obviously going to have some sort of predetermined, pre-built something that mm -hmm. you've had and something you're working on. Might not have gotten a finish. Uh, we're there for 10 days total. We show up. We have two builders each. You scope the lines. We have one uh, scope day where no shovels allowed, but you show up and you scour the mountain, try to find a line. You start at A, end at B. Anything else is open. Yeah. And you're there with your two builders, and you can pair up with any other team you want. But, you know, it's in your best interest to ride an independent line. But Kyle Strait and I have grown from the same racing pedigree. We've all been, uh, we value the same things in riding. So we've teamed up nearly every time. And we had a line last year that we worked on and were cut short a little by time. Kyle broke his back. Um, it was a, it was a. Who decides like, who's going to go first? Dude, that's, that's, that's the hard part, right? It's kind of a... <laughs> rock, like, paper, scissors? Dude, it, 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 it kind of it does boil down to something like that. We're both, you know, grown-ass men, but we're also scared. And, and yeah. whoever, whoever's feeling it at the time, um, ever since 03, my first rampage, we've been kind of... Uh, you know, alternate years, pretty much like yeah. you did one. I did one. Whoever's feeling at the time. And and we and we help each other. We're a team. And, and he's, he's my best friend in the world. And we we both just try to help elevate each other. But then um, but if you know, I did two in a row and if I'm feeling great and yeah, I'm still going to go. But he took the leap of faith on the one last year, broke his back. It was with first one of the first times in my life. I've literally thought someone might be dead when uh, when I saw him crash. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> well, people have died out there. It's not exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, dude, it's, yeah, it was, it's daunting to say the least. So to see him do that and then I'm sitting there bewildered trying to figure out what I'm going to do because finals the next day. So that was a horrible year because I had to, I had to find some consolation line for the following day and didn't end up right, but we came back this year. We we're able to have more time to rebuild that feature. 
Oh, which, so you went back to it. You're like, hey, we're that, back yeah. to the same site. Yeah, so yeah. this is, uh, yeah, we, we had more time to rebuild it properly and still ex- extremely exposed, extremely gnarly, big, big shit out there. But, um, we had more adequate time to make it, you know, right. And we got caught. We we're the two biggest veterans and he broke his back on something we thought we're like, this is going to work. We're good. We're good. We're fine. Let's push through. Let's keep chipping away at these guinea pigs toward the end of the line. Um, but then this year, we, we were able to mark, make it work. And he got, I believe Kyle ended up sixth. I think he was under judge, but um, I was able to get, get the W on this one. And that was a team effort for sure. And we have uh, we have a good team behind us. Like the, so, like, Mitch Ropalato, who digs for Kyle, is arguably one of the best bike riders on the planet. Yeah, one amazing. Of the best, one of the best racers ever, and he's there digging for <laughs> Kyle. So we have, like really good support from our builders. They have to yep. be good. And Damon Iwanago is an amazing rider of mine and Henry Wilkins and Luke Whitlock who probably end up competing next year. Uh, it's a, uh, it's such a cool like camaraderie with the riders themselves, but then also the builders and just, you know, asking for help as far as speed runs and, I don't know. It's the kind of thing that it's hard to describe, but when you guys got to make it out there and, and hopefully be able to experience the lay of the land and mm-hmm. how, I mean, how everything develops. But then also, if you can get an insight into what's going on, like it, it's so intricate and so bitching as far as like if you could watch someone pick, if you could watch Jet Lawrence pick apart a Supercross line in his head, that's kind of what it's like. We're, we're talking about how this is going to ride. What are we going to do? Because everything's blind takeoffs, do speed runs. How are we going to build it? You help me help you. When you say do speed runs, though, <clears throat> how, you're talking about on your, your line, right? But wh- you don't do it. You don't actually do the line. You just, just kind of judge it out? Yeah, yeah. So say you like have a step down. Speed so, run's like a run-up to it, yeah, right? Yeah, right. But how yeah. do you... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I, I, it's, it's like I'm old enough. I remember <laughs> Evil Knievel approaching a jump and just going right by it. Yeah. They can't do that. No, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. That, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's so Your sketchy, speed right? run seems sketchy yeah. also. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> it seems. It's not seems. It is. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's the hardest part, and that's why Big Mountain is kind of the, the elder man's game, I guess. Kind of in, in Big Mountain skiing and snowboarding yeah you have the olympians kind of gymnastic style snowboarding and then they they develop some more skill and experience and perspective and then they end up growing you know gravitating more toward big mountain stuff same with mountain biking because it takes a lot of knowledge and as much as a young man could come into it and and do really well and thrive it's you know we have we have the experience and you can't really replicate that you can't you can't fake it. You right. got to, you were literally coming into like, so our biggest drop was 63 feet tip to tip when we were landing, where Kyle landed. Is that the first thing you did? The first one? That's the, that's the bigger one in the middle. But mm-hmm. it, apparently Kyle hey. went about 85 uh, feet. So we're, that's blind. You're, you don't yeah. see, you no, see. No, I saw that. I saw it from your point of view. You uh, literally the see yeah. the edge and then you see the valley floor and it looks like you're falling off the edge of the earth. So what do you do? You you do speed runs and you have a homie watch you perpendicularly and all right, I, I'm visualizing if you were to stop breaking in this point, you would probably go, you know, you, you just, it's all experience. You just yeah. keep yeah. like, we take our time and it's kind of counterintuitive to moto because all the moto dudes that I know, they're, they don't like Behrman and they, they don't want to, and Josh Hill, they don't want to get in their own head. 
They just want to, okay, I want to do it right now. Yeah. I don't want to get in my head. I want to do like one, maybe, one, maybe two run-ins and go for it. I'm the complete opposite. I don't, I'm not going to psych myself out. I want to gain knowledge. I want to do, sure. I'll do a friggin' hundred test runs if I have to, if it, if I'm going to gain something from it and gain like a little bit of like feeling to when I go off the lip and I might do a subconscious break tap, which is also something that's pretty damn cool. And I'd like to ask Jeremy about that if he's ever experienced it, because I feel like your subconscious takes over at some point and it's almost, it's not like being in the zone or being blacked out, which also might happen to when you completely go into a different zone. But when you, uh, you have, there's like, like your subconscious is recording shit that you're not even aware of. <laughs> so you're coming into something and you might like pump or pop or break like, and it just happened. Like, that's the kind of shit that I really value of it. And I think it's so special because it's almost like you're tapping into something different. And that, That's all those years compiled mm-hmm. together yeah. where, like, your body, you're just, it knows. You just know. Yeah, it's pretty special. That, <coughs> yeah. that, I, I, lo- I have I love, a question for I you. I love that shit. I have yeah. a question for you. When you, I mean, I'm such a fan of watching this. I've watched it. When in your early years, when you were doing this event, did you find yourself that you were more like more seat of the pants, more crazy than you like than now where you make a serious strategy, a serious plan? Absolutely, man. I mean, absolutely. And, it, and the sport was in its infancy, too. So we're we didn't know how to build as well. We didn't have running water up there. Now we have actually running water. They pump water from a spring in the back and have a 500 gallon tank at the bottom at the top. And then they grab oh, feed cool. it. We tap in with hoses and w- that's why you see these big manicured landings yeah. and stuff. So that makes it safer, but it also makes it a little more slope stylish. Right. So right, right. it's kind of a gray area. They're talking <laughs> about limiting water, but, um, so there's so many other aspects to where it, kind of, I don't know, enables you to be more calculated, I guess. And the talent pool's gotten deeper. The sport's older. It's more mature. Um, everyone's more well-practiced, and the bikes have gotten better, and on and on. But I, I definitely did, as, as a kid, was more, I'm going to kill the world. Yeah, I right. don't care what happens. I'm willing to fucking die today, like, yeah, kind of yeah, shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, I have a family, and I have kids, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I still, I am still going to do everything I can to win, but it's uh, more, as more calculated as it could possibly be, I guess. You pick and choose your battles. You might forego a certain trick, and you might not practice, you might, you know, airbags and all this stuff, you know, they can only go so far, but you try to take advantage of everything as much as you can. Right. For all the camaraderie that you see when you watch this event between all you guys, I know you and Kyle team up on your runs or whatever, but have you ever had other guys, like, you're bros with all those guys, right? They're all your buddies, I'm sure. Have you ever, like, grabbed one of them, hey, come over and check this out, maybe hit this with me, or maybe do you think, like... Does that ever happen, or how do you? Yeah, that's one question I right? have. Yeah. Right, you're competing yeah. against them, but you're all buddies. The other question I had was, um, when you're out there and you go and you're at the new site or you're at your site again, and you're going to scope out a line, do you guys take like pain or something that that's like, hey, this is your line? How how do you sort that out between if like another dude wants your line or like mm-hmm. you don't get there first or how does that how does that all pan out? You know. Well, so. I guess the easiest way to encompass all that is it's a gentleman's game, right? And there's, right. there's some bad seeds every now and then, but they usually, you know, they get kind of weeded out. Sure. Like, right? You just, yeah, yeah. you show up on, on the scope day with no shovels allowed and some people bring some paint, some people bring little flags or something to try to mark it, but it's, it all boils down to 
you know, you're Seniority. not going <laughs> to. Well, you would think so, right? But hey, hey. It, yeah. Dude, I, I was a little shit back in the day. They, yeah, right. they, I remember telling Cedric Gracia if he tried to ride my line, I was going to break his legs. And that's like taking it a little too far. But that's a little that's too far. Bradshaw would respect that. But yeah, Bradshaw yeah. would respect that for sure. But that's the pissed off little shit that yeah. won in 2010. Right. Like right, that, was right. the, that was the yeah. year. That was the, the year, the first year I won. Like, so whatever it was, like, you need to try to harness whatever you have, but you know, then you realize you're like, all right, that was too much. I'm being a little dick. You know? I'm sure by now though, what's cool though, is you've gotten the group of guys that, that you guys respect and you want in the event. Right. So you don't have that one dickhead kid. That's going to come along and go like, no, screw you. I'm taking that line. I don't care who you are. You know, the Bradshaw yeah, reference. Yeah, 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 exactly. Bradshaw reference. So it's kind of like that, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. And everyone, everyone grows. Again, the sport keeps growing, and we have a, 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 an amazing group of people. Like there's, there, there are 17 competing in finals, but after G crash, so there's 18 total that are invited. Yeah. And a you know 100 plus people that are completely worthy trying to get in and it's not just the best rider it's who can actually rise to the occasion out here because it's different than anything you're going to ride you can do all the double flips and any, any totally tr- it's any a trick totally you different animal you could be a world cup racer a world cup champ like g yeah. and world 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 champion and you it might not really surmount too much it's it's a different skill level um and you gotta just and they they've gotten really good at at the selection process and who's invited who gets one maybe one year if they didn't perform well they might be out and let some new people in some stable people and uh, like the vets that shouldn't really get thrown out and right. it's a I think it's it's an amazing group of people, but it's also been cultivated by the people and by the riders to where if you don't really, it's not really falling in. It's not really like adhering to anything. It's just, it's more of a respect and a gentleman's game to where you're, you're there and you, you, you want to fit in. Like you right, want right. to be yeah, part yeah. of it. You want to rise to the occasion. You want to, like if you're crossing someone else's line, you're not going to try to keep building and sloughing shit into their line to where then their builder is going to have to more have more problems and work and actually cause them more adversity for whenever they ride it. It's uh, it, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty etiquette, special. Right? Yeah. 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 Dude, it, it's, it's like, unlike anything else. I was telling you earlier, my wife could never imagine earlier, even actually in slope style. <laughs> I'm thinking, dude, we're all in this together. We want to cultivate this sport. We want to make it, as cool as motocross we want to make it as cool as all these other sports that we look up to and football and like we want to make it as legit as possible so when we we're out there we're 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 genuinely wanting the sport first of course i want to beat everyone out there sure. we're competitive yeah, yeah, yeah. we're you know borderline alpha males if not full-on alpha males we just want to like want to want to yeah, win but sure but you you don't want to see a friend die or get hurt well that's the unique thing about this event Right. Yeah. And, I, and I think that probably brings all you guys together. Right. Because, you know, your buddies could someone can fall off a cliff and die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. No matter if you, you know, those are your friends. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you're doing a slope style event where you okay, okay the guy's going to crash doing a double backflip on a double that you could do in your sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's what the unique part about this event is and mm-hmm. what, what makes it so cool. And uh, us fans at home watch this event, and it's so gnarly on TV. It's got to be twice yeah, as gnarly when yeah. you're there. Yeah. And it's, you tell it's, us. That's what, what I was, was sharing with you guys earlier is 
<clears throat> for me, I've ridden dirt bikes a long time, ride mountain bikes and what have you, but I'm not a big hiker. <laughs> but when they <laughs> let us hike up to the top of that venue, that's breathtaking. It yeah. is full pucker because you're on little paths that are a lot of exposure. Just so you're like you're being careful when you walk. Like yeah. normally we don't we're not careful yeah. when we walk, right? You're oh, being I've careful. You, yeah. You're yeah. being careful when you hike up through there. Um, the exposure is amazing. The, the the drops, and then for me, the difference in moto is okay. If you like, you guys were talking about earlier. If you barely like clip something, and then in moto, you can kind of recover by accelerating more. Yeah, right. Exactly. And on your first run, the the one jump, you just barely clipped that, mm-hmm. and instantly you just pulled off and stopped. Because it you took knew, all your and, speed. And yeah. 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 Whereas a younger Cam Zink might have said, "Huck it, I'm going for it." Right? Or threw in yeah. some yeah. pedals and yeah. started going. I would yeah. hope so, not. So, yeah, but 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 the point is, is your experience to where when you clipped that one thing, you pulled off, and and then and then you had to com- completely mentally reset, right? To what we talked about earlier, those months of sitting out and thinking through your run with having coffee in the morning, right? And then going up on the mountain and thinking through your run, you had to completely reset and, and, and put that away and go back to the top and crush your second run, which you did, right? It's a little bit like, too, uh, like Millville this weekend. I had a bunch of guys tell me, I can't believe how steep Mount Martin is. It doesn't oh, look like okay. this on TV. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought watching. you were going to say how fast you rode. Oh, no. no. But I heard differently. I so, that. T- yeah. TV dumbs down on everything, yeah, especially. So, right, so Rampage, <laughs> yeah. you're watching yeah. it on TV, you're like, Oh, that's pretty gnarly, but until you get there, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just nuts. Like, it is, it's truly, truly mind-blowing. And to what you said about uh, in motocross, supercross, you have some jumps that are blind. For example, LaRocco's Leap, okay? You can't really see the landing from the takeoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you can't recover from a bad corner by accelerating more when you're doing what they're yeah. doing. Because if you clip something and that robs two miles per hour, that may make you not make that next 50, right. Well, that, that's a, that's always a major difference, you mm-hmm. know, in di- b- between bicycles and moto, of course, because mm-hmm. a lot of moto guys, especially with jumps, you know, yeah. last second, you just kind of like, here, I mm-hmm. get crack it a little bit, give it a little, like that. You have to keep, you have to have your speed. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a snowboard jump. You mm-hmm. already have to have your momentum. Now, the risk of that is like, am I not only am I going to make it, but am yeah. I going to jump like way past yeah. this thing mm-hmm. so you, you have to really know what the heck you're doing and, and, and on top of it we don't have a like even if even if you didn't have the throttle to belly out you still have a good idea of how fast you're going with with speed with the, with gear you're in right right like the Rocco's reap like look i don't know what your fourth gear yeah. pain pin right like pretty much yeah, yeah. so like <laughs> 450 you can probably do it in third yeah, okay third, so but. so if you, so if you're in second you're like okay i'm fucked like i'm not, no yeah. no way yeah you know so like but in yours you're not pedaling so you don't you could you could know what gear maybe exactly yeah so you're, we're you're we're, all, we're literally literally off of like Gravity. air airflow and, feel, and vision yeah. so when we're doing test runs always every goggles on always so whatever air flow you have and and any sort of memory and noise you can have that's all you have to really gauge your speedometer you know you, yeah so every test run makes sh- like make sure it's exactly the same like, feels the same and all that feel, yeah, yeah where, I- identical where does the uh red bull rampage winning it rank for you like in a year or you know if you've won it before but like where where is this like uh in a year this yeah. is it. Oh, is it? This, yeah, is, yeah. this is really out of all the stuff you do. Yeah. This is the biggest event in our sport in racing. In mm-hmm. even though we're is it really? I don't, huh? even though yeah, I don't yeah. even though okay. I don't race anymore, this is the biggest event in at a World Cups or World Championships. Wow. Or, okay. I knew it was big. Dirt, I didn't think jumping it on that level. Or, or it any, probably it definitely probably gets the most respect. Huh? It, it has the most viewership. I've yeah. I've heard rumors of numbers of it of 
you know, succeeding Supercross and all these other like the mm-hmm. am- the amount of views it gets, you know, exceeds yeah. street league skateboarding, yeah, and yeah. View, like all the any anything. Oh, what it's kind of it's a great time to have him on our so, show. Right, right. All right, hey, what? So now we need to know what what's yeah. Red Bull's purse. Yeah, yeah. Because the fans want to know what do you win? Sucks. What do you win from Red Bull for winning that event, dude? It's As a just, monster athlete, what do you win? It's despicable, man. Because I'll it, tell you, when I was winning Supercrosses, eight grand from AMA. <laughs> and then later it's on, it went to now. ten. So it's only twelve now. now. So <laughs> that tells you it's not I, a lot. I also just heard you say you got a hundred k to go to Bercy. Just right, right, right. That's. European different money. Yeah. But yeah. No, we're uh, it's it's seventy grand. That's it. That's why they don't advertise it. It's yeah. not it's not a, a big amount. That's why there's no giant check showing, <laughs> right. you know. But we've been fighting. Come on, Red Bull, you gotta step it up. Come on, Hammer. Yeah, we've been Come on, we've, Hammer. Hammer's fault. <laughs> hammer. Dude, we've been fighting for a long time because it's I don't know, man. I mean, come we, on. We get we How get cool nine grand for showing up. $250,000 check. Yeah. You know, or we literally we, we literally get nine grand for showing up and that goes straight to our diggers if you're a good rider. Yeah. Like you would, yeah, you, yeah, would, yeah, course, you would, of course, pass that on to them and split it. They'd get like forty-five hundred bucks each. Dig for ten days, but yeah, seventy grand ain't like we don't do it for the money. No, like we never, yeah, never yeah. have. But it's a nice payday. You, you I don't would know. do it. You would do it anyways. But I, I'm always curious because they don't talk of. about it. That's what they take advantage of. I know. They, they know that we would do it anyway. <laughs> oh, <this laughs> well, it's the biggest you're, platform there is. Yeah. You Dude, just said it. So. Your only, your only power <laughs> negotiation, as you know, is the ability to say this, no, and the, none of us will say no because we want to. This guy tried to say no in Vegas '95. It did, uh, yeah, it didn't work. But yeah, that wasn't my doing. Though. I mean, and, and, like, hey, and and Ramp, Red Bull Rampage is a daytime event, so we can't have problems with the lights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you yeah. have a moto background, though, don't you? Right? Yeah. You I, I, yeah. My, my dad would never let me get into moto because it was too dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I got a, I bought I bought my first moto when I was 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Always like watch Supercrosses uh, all every week and stuff. Like that. Religiously, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I've uh, fan of Jeremy forever, and then you know, obviously, yeah. every every like I do it, I pay attention to everything, and I have, I have a, I have a cool thing with Honda. Like Honda gives me a, a Honda WRA 450. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. To like as a loaner bikes, and I, and I, and it's such a cool privilege because. Like I know that there's a lot of supercross riders that don't even get like a, a loaner bike, yeah. so I, it's almost sacrilegious to me in some degree. But I just, I yeah, I, yep. I get it. I get it. You know, I've gotten a fresh one for the last couple of years nice. and give it back and get it. You know, right, so right. cheers to Honda. That's thank, so cool. Thank, thank you so very cool, much, yeah. um, Honda guy for life. And hopefully I can get one on island because we're, we're living on Maui now. And my my I still living on Maui. Yeah, I have, I have, I have property <laughs> in Reno. Lots of big mountains out there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I have, I have there a is pro- a track in Maui. I drove by it. I ride, I ride it. That's <laughs> you where do. I ride. That's where I ride. I drove by it. Maui motocross. I'm like, oh, yep. shit. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I have I have property in Reno and with a shop there. That's where my Honda is. But I, I bought a gas gas 250 on island, and I don't, I don't like it so much. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to so, get a Honda to Maui. Yeah, let's get it. Well, let's Michelin will do it. Michelin will ship it. It's yeah. not a problem. Or yeah. senior yeah. citizen. Or we'll, we'll do that. One of the two. One of the two, yeah. After Dinner last night, I may be fired. So, okay. Either way, it's, <laughs> right, right. it's okay. Now, Randy, the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the DH34s that I yeah. run on my mm-hmm. uh, you know e-bike. You could 22. If you had your skill, your you know weight and or speed, you could win Red Bull Rampage <laughs> well, with those exact same that's tires. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Is that t- are my tires the same as what Cam yes. runs? I yes. run that on the back. Yeah, the 34 yeah. is the jam for mm-hmm. the back, but the 22 mm-hmm. is the best for the oh. front. 
incredible. I, I run them either one Randy sends me, but 22s yeah. or 34s. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you're telling me I have the capability. And, 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 with the and, tire. The yeah, tire and, has yeah. the capability. The, the, the tires are not your limitation, I'm just saying. Okay. All okay. Right. Yeah. And, and to let you know, uh, you know, sometimes when you text me about some tires and I can't get them to you, it's, it's because I shipped them to Cam. So I hope you understand, like, <laughs> yeah, like where you fit in, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that is you know bullshit. I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you were out of them for a while. <laughs> it's yeah. it's, it's kind of like us coming up this late on the show. Yeah. It's not a big deal, but you understand where we fit in. Okay, right? got it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um, well, good to know. Oh, yeah. yeah, good to yeah. know. Um, that my and don't think the tires are coming anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't really, yeah, exactly right? right. Well, I'll, get, I'll ship them out the 12th of never. <laughs> listen, I don't know what he's doing tomorrow, but I got I got a couple e-bikes. I'll see what he's got on some of my trails. I mean, honestly. Steve, Steve is a, a mountain bike uh, advocate and, and has changed your life in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Like he's, a, he's had brand ambassadorship uh, for, with Intense and lost weight, got in great shape. And, and you took my coworker, Brandon, and I out for a ride Wednesday when we got in town. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's strong on a bike. I, I was telling Jeremy, I got, a, bike, yeah. I got a three foot drop. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Yeah, exactly I'll, I'll right. take him out on it. Yeah. And see what the he only can do. thing, Cam and I were talking about earlier, he's kind of <clears> bummed, like, having this here at the huddle. Like, it's cool. But you were really excited about seeing how high his ceilings were. I heard, right? he, I heard that, he got super oh, high geez. ceilings. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I heard vaulted. he got high ceilings. Like, super uh, high vaulted. Yeah, vaulted. Like, <laughs> like, he's not afraid of big drops. So he wanted to see that from the balcony okay. down. Yeah. All right. Okay. What, fair if, what if a 250 rider that was 37 years old was in there revving it out, ripping a bike to its piece? after a championship. Would that make you upset? Yeah, I would not like that. I would, <laughs> I would not like that at all, actually. It is your home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what about fireworks? Have you seen <laughs> these idiots with these championship celebrations? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this stuff on Instagram? Yeah, it's nuts. Like catching yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. People are dying. Beer on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. exhaust. Can you imagine the shit you're eating yeah. from the exhaust, oh, from the from no. the muffler packing to the oil? <laughs> to no, no. Winning is bitching, bro. Tell Steve what you did with your bike when you stopped oh, that yeah. winning run. I tossed it. I saw I that. Threw that. I saw it. <laughs> and that was your wife and kids running out? Yes. That was, uh, yeah. Or so just some, uh, some chick you met in, in St. No. George. Okay. No, no. So, I, so I, got a, I got a friend who is an avid listener and he's giving me ammo and he's like, he hates when people throw their bikes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. I mean, it's a little different with a mountain bike. It's a little different so yeah. than a dirt bike. To that but, regard, yeah. though, the, the, the throw is kind of stereotypical to Stevie Smith, the late and great Stevie oh, Smith. Chainsaw oh, guy. yeah. 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 That was cool. Jackson Goldstone said that at, at Mount St. Anne when he won the World Cup last weekend oh. or pre the previous weekend. And he said, I wanted to do the Stevie Smith bike throw, but I couldn't get my foot unclipped. And, it, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. It's, yeah. that's, a, that's a homage. Oh, we'll let it to, go then. We'll yeah. let it go. He's that's Canadian. Cool. That's He's a homage Canadian. He's to the, great. The, <laughs> the, the, the legend. Yeah. So that, uh, that, that win definitely goes out to Stevie Smith and Jordy Lund and Kelly McGarry. Are, are friends that we lost in sport and Legends. Gone, gone too Legends. soon. We lo yeah. lost all three of them within three years, so mm -hmm. it's been a... Yeah. Fortunately, there hasn't been anyone else to go in, in a while, you know, since yeah. then, but there were three amazing humans that we, we lost too soon. What, uh, what's next for you? What's the next thing you do? I'm going to be you, what do you, surfing, what do you do? bro. Surfing in Maui. I'm going to be back at home, and I don't want to leave the island at all until springtime, so we'll see how, <coughs> if I can make that happen, and 
Um, I see Honolulu Bay is breaking, and I just, that's all yeah. I just want to surf. How's this fire situation and everything there? How's that? Uh, it, that's honestly the most frequent question I get asked. Yeah. And it's uh, fortunate we were, we were in Kihei, and there was a okay. fire there, but that one got under control. There was one in Kula. It took a couple houses, but not crazy. Um, but Lahaina is completely fucked. Yeah, like, yeah. It's beyond uh, beyond that, what that, the news says. Beyond That's what, where I stayed a couple times because uh, right by there was the closest to the where yeah, I it's, stayed. It's, it's gnarly. Uh, wiped out. Wiped out over there. Yeah. They, that's, they mismanaged. And, uh, <clears throat> apparently the, wor the word on the street is over 1,000 people dead. Even the news says 150 or something. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah, be, beyond. Like, yeah. There's a lot, yeah, of, uh, a lot of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. being talked about all that stuff is crazy yeah and and no matter what however it happened or however it was managed and like yeah. there's still a, a lot, lot, of, more, lot, of life lot more people dead that were it's it probably shouldn't happen so um yeah, yeah. Heart, hearts got to lahaina and and everyone that's listening like the news cycle is kind of gone but you know right. lahaina it's a pretty special place and it's 120 plus year old town that's yeah. just demolished and probably shouldn't have been and, uh, yeah, really sad for sure. Cam Zink, Randy Richardson, Jeremy McGrath, Paul Pomexio, presented by motorsport.com, decal works, fly racing. Uh, Guinness Book of World Records. You yeah. have one. I had I had two. Okay. Well, I, I, I guess technically I still have two because the current one that he beat me you, was. You got it. a record? You don't got a Guinness record. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 72 Supercross wins from Kersay. Yeah, yeah. I asked Jeremy once. Hey, I'll check. I'll let you know. I asked him once when we were golfing. And he said, "Is 72 on a golf course easier than 72 oh, supercross yeah. wins?" He said, "Of course." He said, "Supercross wins because never hit 72." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've never Listen, shot even far 50, on golf. Fifty of this guy's wins were a hard five laps, and the rest were like, "Hey, guys." See you later. Peace, Bill. Yeah, well. Yeah, I can know. hit the downside. If, I, I, had to, if I had to go faster, I would have. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, 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 I'm too I agree. Good. Like, too yeah. good. Yeah. I I the technique and everything was so yeah. much level. It was such Took a level. Took a while for everyone to kind of catch up. <laughs> that was good. Do you, do, you, do, you see, do you see any, like, glimpse, like, I can't fathom what it is, but I, I see something BMX style. Uh, I don't. I don't know what it is. There's like a floating rhythm that Jet possesses that you had right. that I don't feel like anyone at the time had. Do you, can you pick apart any part of it that that you like? Oh, this is because of A or B or. Uh, you know, I can't tell you like that. I'm looking at like like when I'm seeing what you're seeing. Like I'm thinking like that was me. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. What he's doing, he's playing games with himself. He's he's challenging himself to like, oh, maybe I can jump into this corner because that tells you, like, he's bored with the rest of the shit that's going on, <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'm gonna figure out how to jump into this corner and like make this look cool. Yeah, and he's able to do that mixing in with his racing. So, <clears throat> I think he's just he looks he looks at he's looking out a different window than everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's seeing it differently. Yeah, and that's gonna grow. That what Only we're, what we're get watching, better, that's right? gonna getting that's gonna get a lot better. Yeah, someone will start seeing it the way he's currently seeing it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who began seeing things the way you did. Right. Or the way that James did or what have you. Yeah, yeah. I mean for yeah. a few years now in, in the sport of motocross and supercross, like you see the transition between a lot of going like sit down to standing up. Yeah. A lot of guys are trying to yep. stand up. Mm -hmm. Right? And they're standing up around ruts and and feet on course, the pegs more. Yeah, and of course, like the that. rocks and thing, or whoever, maybe it was Stefan Everts that was kind of mm -hmm. the first got to start mm -hmm. doing that stuff years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you're watching is something unique. Like, I'm seeing it, we're all seeing it. 
Now, does that can you put that into wins? Well, we'll see, right? I mean, but it is fun to watch yeah. because mm-hmm. he's seeing stuff differently than everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to copy him now. Mm-hmm. And we'll see a lot of copycats, right? Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's, he's sort of seeing it differently, and it's pretty neat to watch. Yeah, it, it'll be really <clears throat> interesting because you look coming into the next year, right? Tomac, injury, question mark. Sexton, new bike, question mark. Uh, Jason Anderson, can he get back, question mark. You know, uh, Cooper Webb, new bike team, question mark. Kind of, uh, there's questions about everybody except for kind of one guy, and you're like Jet Lawrence. You're like, he's the same. How same do you bike, see same, it shaping up? You know? I mean, if Tomac comes back strong, how do you see a battle between Jet and Tomac? I mean, how do you dude, see that? I believe, I believe in the three, dude. I think that there is so much more than goes into just bike skill, setup, and the team. And Tomac has the heart, dude. He has. Mm-hmm. He he can. Well, I'll he, tell you. I'll tell you. He he certainly has the fitness. Mm-hmm. He has the speed. He has seems to have the starts now. He's a lot better off yeah. the start. Jet's a great starter, but he doesn't hole shot every time. Yeah. And he's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to be badass through the whole race because that's you, what it takes to be Tomac. Tell you what though, to me, this year was the first year where Tomac took it easy. Tomac won some races. Using veteran knowledge. Mm-hmm. He had a better strategy. He did. Mm-hmm. He didn't have balls out speed yep. like he had in the past. He was right. smarter. Right. There was a couple combos. I remember he didn't jump. Yep. And I would mm-hmm. ask him about it after the race. He said, well, I, feel, I felt like at, by lap 10, that's not going to be a usable line. So I'm going to mm-hmm. not even bother doing it. Just keep plugging away. Yeah. He, 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 he more so went in management mode he than did. beast mode. Right? He did. He yeah. did. For the first time. Usually mm-hmm. it's beast mode and it's fast qualifiers and fast laps. Just like else. what Cam said a yeah. little bit ago. I mean, yeah. it takes years of knowledge yeah. to figure mm-hmm. that stuff out. Yeah, I, dude, I, 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 it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I look up to these dudes as if they're older than me because I don't know it's a different sport and I like look up to them through moto and I'm I suck at moto right compared <laughs> compared to them so, uh, but I forget that I'm older right I'm yeah. I'm older yeah. than Eli and I just I I really really appreciate his mindset though and what he's been able to cultivate over the last couple of years from God that year that he got what. He sandbagged himself when he was on Geico and, you know, just he kind of mm-hmm. mental midget kind of shit. Now he's like the yeah. strongest dude mentally out there and he's a charger and he will. I, I, Sexton will, let's just say, he's, <laughs> he's, come on, Sexton, Sexton's a mental midget when it comes out. Oh. But he's, uh, he's got the speed. So you have Jet, who is just an ultimate G, but young, and then we have Tomac, who is going to be, I feel like he's going to be able to rise to the occasion, pick him apart, and I think he's going to be able to beat him and persevere through, you know, hopefully over half their time, you know, I, and I've, and I've, and I've, it's going to be neat to watch. It's going to be so sick yeah. to watch, yeah. but I have, I have far more faith in Tomac than Sexton just for the mindset. I think Sexton might have all the bike control and skill and speed in the world, but I feel like Tomac has the grit to persevere and take out take out Jet. And if he doesn't, I feel like he's still going to be second to Jet. But, you know, at one time, just like you said, Tomac was a bit of a mental midget before he got a little mm-hmm. older and figured it out. Sexton's going to have that moment, too. And Maybe not all, next and year. And we all thought that but until... <laughs> no, but we all thought Tomac, we're like, what's, why can't this guy get a title? Why can't he get a title? He's making mistakes, can't mm-hmm. make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Got one, yeah. Got figured it out, and... Got two. The, yeah. Got two, and should have had three. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at some point... For Chase, I believe the light, the switch will flip. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 2024, but 
it'll it's happen. Yeah. It'll happen, yeah. and he'll start he'll start making his run at it. But I am worried about <laughs> that bike a little bit because they are yeah they've had some issues. Yeah. If he doesn't do it this year on his new bike. It ain't happening because Jet's okay. going to take over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it's going to be whoever, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. I just hope we don't have it like we had in the 90s where just one guy won all the time. That was horrible. <laughs> as, I, as I enjoy, as I enjoy my I thought that was so cool. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> As I enjoy my nag nag, well, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, I, as a full privateer, I can't, I started racing Supercross in '93 as well. So I think you and I both equally retired Bradshaw early, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it was both of our me being there, yep. then you winning races. And also, yeah. if you want to really get to the bottom of it, he's also responsible for my race tech rants about the stupid 250 class. Okay, yeah. Because the reason why was because these manufacturers that were not Honda mm -hmm. couldn't win shit with him. Yeah. And they're so like, you know yeah. what? Yeah. We, we, so he ruined the sport. No, he did. <laughs> so, like, the other the other teams are like, well, we're never going to win the 250 yeah. Supercross title. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's yeah. try to get a 125 one. Hey, 28-year-old John put... Dowd, go race that. Nathan Ramsey, stay yeah. down there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it used to be for kids. But you came along. No one could beat you. And they're like, we got to – we have to show our bosses <laughs> in Japan something. I'm a career killer. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> hey, it used to be the, it used to be the class for, for, for kids. Now of the class for people with kids. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. it, absolutely. Yeah, and like, true. it was all because of this guy. They, yeah. they needed to win something, um, anything. So that they started putting old guys down in that class because they could Nobody could beat him. What they about, what about Sabachi? What about Sabachi coming down? Is he coming down? No, I don't think that's going to work. No, you don't think I don't think so. Work? No, I don't think they're going to let that they're happen. He's pissed about it. or something. He's pissed about it, but I don't think it's going to happen. I heard yeah. you were going to be pissed about How it. How many years yeah. you got to take a break before they're going to let you race again? <laughs> I mean, he's been off for what? No, he he raced this year. Yeah, he raced this year. Yeah, he got hurt, but he raced this year. Okay. Yeah, it's two years outside the top twenty. You can go down. Two yeah. years. Two years uh, outside the top. 20. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I heard that's why Reed was going to drop back down, but they wouldn't let him. So that's why he gave up his number. That's yeah. that's just what I heard. Right. 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 Yeah. Wait, no. Reed was going <laughs> to. No, 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 I was like, what? I'm kidding. Um, I'm, kidding. I'm pretty gullible, so no. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's, uh, Randy. We're going to get uh, Skip back up here okay. before we end this thing let's up. Do it. So, yeah. uh, Skip yeah. wanted to say, but thank you, Randy, for coming in. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Is, thank is, you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. And and. In all is, seriousness. Is he coming? Are you guys coming by the house or no? Yeah, everyone. So everyone no, at the huddle. No, we're, no, yeah. just Cam. No, everyone at the house. Just, everyone just, at the huddle. Just, we're all going to Steve and Pookie's just, having us over. Just, we're going to look out. We're going to check out. No, just yeah, Steve's at the party. We're going to look. Oh, oh, just shut off his mic, everybody. I just shut his mic off. That's that's exactly what I did. We're going to Steve and Pookie's, and we're going to go swim <laughs> um, in the pool. We're going to see the yeah, memorabilia. All right, okay. Um, but thanks, Randy. No, no uh, do you want to? Yeah, does he want to come to see the studio? If he wants to, if he's down for that, yeah. Okay. But but in all seriousness, thank yeah. you for thank you for letting us piggyback uh, this show. Which uh, of course, Cam Zink is an iconic legend thank in freeride mountain bike, right? Yeah. But but for him to share the platform with legends like Jeremy and, and like Steve no. Lampson and everything, it's it's awesome. Um, it's a great partnership for us at Michelin. Um, we've been working with Cam since 2016, developing our tires, the same ones you ride on. I can feel that. Get, yeah. You get KOMs out in the mountains. Yep. Um, but in all seriousness, thank you for having us. And as yeah. a fan of the show, I appreciate what you do. No, thanks, Randy. Appreciate thank it. Yep, yeah, come on up. Okay. Skip, uh, wherever Skip is, you can come on up here. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, – you're good. Uh, so just Cam and I up here. Hey, um, so that's it. You're up. You're down. You're going to go back home now. Take your take your rampage uh, win and go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it's – dude, it's a, it's a long year. And it's kind of a weird dynamic, right? So we have – 
one pinnacle main event yeah. that is just the ultimate and you don't get a you don't get a, a next weekend you don't get an a1 and then you go come phoenix or you don't get yeah. like we don't get too many other options especially in big mountain like when he used to compete in slope style there's more events traveling to europe and everything and you get another shot and you'd be pissed off after messing up one you yeah. take that to the next but this is this you gotta is sit on it yeah. for a whole year if yeah, you fuck yeah. up so yeah. yeah but at the same time we get the privilege of being able to like focus on one and do all the due diligence and all the prep for anything that you can because you can't show up there and have like the line picked out and because you have to adapt and you're going to find out that this doesn't work for that you're going to find something different you're going to this new line or this new jump or the option on the hill is going to be better so you you can't really pigeonhole yourself so you have to make sure that you're well-rounded in overall bike control riding and tricks yeah. on every on everything yeah and so that when you show up you can build anything and everything so it's it's more than just focusing on a b and c but at the same time we get to focus on one event and uh, i absolutely love it i love this this is the pinnacle of our sport and yeah, it's cool. couldn't, couldn't be more proud to tear, you're, take you're, it home again after 13 freaking years of heartbreak from the last one and uh yeah, it's pretty special. You're just nuts. You know that, right? You're fucking crazy. It's uh, yeah. it's all relative, okay. right? All it's right. all it's okay. all relative. All right. Fair enough. Um, Skip, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having us here at the huddle, man. No, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. It, I'm glad we could get awesome. this. Can I get this guy up here, Steve Lampson? I mean, it's phenomenal. It's great. No, Mike it's, Hooker. Yeah. It's, I am so I'm more excited to I'm see st- you guys here than anything. <laughs> awesome. I'm stoked to see Huddle, and then I was super stoked to see Cam walk in the door. I was Absolutely. like, all right, yeah. sweet. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah cause fresh Cam's, off the Cam's big win. No, to your point, he's the craziest dude in here. Yeah. No, like I'm I said nuts, on, man. Hey, like I said on his Instagram, he's a special kind of rad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank, thank you. Um, it warms yep. the heart. Especially coming, from, especially coming from him, right? Yeah, especially, <laughs> dude. Especially. Um, we got to do this again. Let's try to do this again, Skip, oh, down the road please, a little bit. Yeah, we can. Let's do it. Maybe we can do like. Uh, yeah, pre-Supercross kickoff or something. I don't know, but something. No, if, you, if you would let me thank a few people before we get out yeah, of here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's, um, I got to make sure I don't forget anybody, right? So one thing I think both of us learned, Jeremy and I learned earlier, is you're, you're really only as good as the people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with, right? You surround yeah. yourself with great people, and, and clearly... Uh, I mean, I tied Superman's shoes every day. <laughs> yeah, right. right. That's yeah, right. all I did. That's yeah. all I did. But here, I mean, here we've been very fortunate that we have a we have an incredible staff. I think um, I think we have some of the best beer in Las Vegas. I really do, and it all comes down to the team that we have here. Yeah. Cheers on that. You know, we were very fortunate to find Joe Cuzo, our, our, our master brewer. Um, he had San Diego roots, and I felt like if we could bring – San Diego's the capital of craft beer. I thought yeah. if we could bring a little bit of San Diego here, we'd be cool. Um, and then Ashley, our brewer, when we first opened, she came in here every – I think it was a Tuesday – she would come in, she'd buy beer, she had all these books in front of her, she'd take a couple crawlers home, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, I, I probably should just go over and say hello to this lady. So I sat down, and she's reading brewing books, and she's all, you know, I, wow. I really want to learn how to brew beer, and yeah. I want to do this. I go, hey, would you like to start behind the bar? So she started behind the bar, and two weeks in, she's all, I, I really want to be back here brewing beer. And at that point, we wow. were getting to the point where... I couldn't help Joe enough in the back because I had other things that was going on. So Ashley came in. And now, you know, fast forward two, almost three years now, and, and Ashley's brewing all of our core beers. She brews every day. Um, 
and uh, that's it's really special. Yeah. And then you know, Cameron, you guys got to be Cameron. Some of you guys got to be Cameron. Um, he's just a young kid, wants to brew beer. I mean, and he's our, our cellarman, which means basically means he cleans shit all day long. That's what he does. Um, and he's we have cleaning filters and changing tires. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, that would be that'd be exactly what he does. And then, you know, I think we have Lynn. Lynn Mendre is one of the. She's a local person here. She grew up here. We we had to meet her at our first uh, at Pub 365 inside of Tuscany, where we used to stay every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then they have a big uh, beer thing, and, and we did a dinner with them for the first time. And then so she ended up coming and doing our sales. I'm, I'm really proud that Tanner, my oldest son, he's behind the bar. He's been serving you guys beer all day long. Yeah, Tanner. That dude back there, right there. <clears throat> Thank God he looks like his mother. That's a good thing. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's Chantel, Cameron, Kendall, Brooke, Cassidy, MJ, Brent. Those are our staff that are in here feeding everybody and drinking, you know, pouring drinks for everybody. And then Lisa, Lisa Hamilton's back there. She's my business partner. Um, she was an all, she's been in moto just as long as all of us have, you know, but she was um, back in the old Team Green days when, when Ron was the manager of Team yeah. Green. Um, and Ashley and all those guys were Ashley, uh, what's her name? I don't know. No, yes, nope. you do. Okay. Motorcycle. Ashley, she was nope. little deaf. Filic? Filic, yes, thank oh. you. Okay. So back in those days, so. Good one. Yeah. So Lisa was working for Revlon at the time and did a lot of things with Team Green and, and uh, doing, you know, the moms yep. and everybody could come in there and get your nails done and stuff like that. So she's been in moto for a long time. We happened to meet back in the one industry days. Um, that's how we met. And, uh, here we are. We opened the brewery That's together. So cool. So, um, cool. Yeah. But, Special place. Yeah. It's there's a lot of roots here in Moto, and um, and you got but, the best hat in the business. Yeah, absolutely. It is. <clears throat> so there's there's one thing here. We have a we have a we have a beer. But again, we're very fortunate, and we opened in the middle of COVID, and the local the local group here got us together. Yeah. Here we got a table from Utah. Here, these guys yeah. are all. They're all they're all nice. off-road racers. They wow. came in and rode the mint last year. We, I got to get in the pits with them, change the tire. We had some fun. Oh, look at you. Yeah, we had yeah. a good time. Um, they didn't win, though. It was uh, a little disappointing. Probably because the they tire guy. Win. Yeah, probably, yeah, it was probably the tire guy. Tire Absolutely. Guy. Um, uh, but I just been, I've been really fortunate in a lot of different places. I've met absolutely some wonderful people. I mean, everybody in here tonight, we've, we've talked about old stories. You know, Tony and I were talking about how we met each other and, and we may not talk. Jeremy's the same way. We may not talk for, I don't know, any given time, but all of a sudden we can talk three minutes in. We're right back where we started. And that, yeah. those types of friendships are, are hard to forge in today's world. And, and I'm very fortunate. I've been, I've been a very blessed individual and I'm super excited that you guys are out here and you got to see a little bit of what we've got going on. When we're all done here, we can take a tour in the back. I can show you where we, how we make all the beer and what we do here. And um, there's one beer though, you know, the Knack Knack, the Knack Knack is, is, is one of my beers. I love this beer. And it's it's a you West Coast knack knack at home. Does he ship you knack knack at home? Yeah. I mean, okay, we need to make got this. Got some huddle yeah, cans in the fridge. Okay, okay. Drawers, dude. All right, okay. Of course. So, and it, it's a big boy beer. I mean, it's 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 a 450 class in Supercross. <laughs> but we have another beer. It's called the Panic Rev, and it's a, race it's a, gas. Pretty much. <laughs> it's uh this is 7.2 percent, obviously for the 72 wins. Um, but we do a we do a Panic Rev, and it's it's exactly what the name says. It's 13.1 percent. Oh. That's all and, you, Cam. Uh, C12 shit or <laughs> MXRO2, some VP. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Absolutely. But um, no, I've been I've been blessed. I've been very fortunate, and and uh, doing something that doesn't involve two wheels has been 
kind of interesting. But uh, yeah. being able to come on the Pop Show and, and have some fun and yeah. and uh, talk about what used to be and what we can do now and and uh, older uh, we get, the faster we were. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wow, for you, I mean, it, that, that doesn't work. No, I mean, no. you just were fast. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, then, then he, and he just shows on Instagram, you know, hey, how many yeah. how many bears do I have for mammoth? Right, and there's like. You know, it takes him 40, yeah. 42 minutes to pan through yeah. the wall for all the bears that are on the wall. But I, I need to come see the, the museum at your place. I want to come. I, every time I see it on Instagram, I'm like, that looks fucking yeah, great. Yeah, it's I gotta pretty come, cool. I gotta come see it. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's, it's cool. It's got some neat stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Come, come, on, come, on, come on, come down. Next year, San Diego Supercross. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, well, awesome. Thank you but again thank for having you, us. Thank yeah. everyone for coming out yeah. tonight. Thanks, everybody out thank there. Thank you guys. for watching. Thanks for coming. Mike Hooker, Steve Lampson. Thank you. Tony Berluti. You stayed in there all show. Thank you for that. Thanks for the help. The I'm great, here. The great well, Jeremy McGrath, everybody. Give him a hand. The legend. Cam Zink, Rampage winner. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having me. And Skip Norfolk. I'm Steve Mathis. Thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you here next time next, next year at some point. Thanks, let's, Huddle. Let's do this again. <laughs> thank Thanks. you, Huddle Brewery. Cheers.